in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Welcome in, everybody. It's Thursday, September 7th. It is game day here on the Mike Rutherford Show as we're coming to you once again from the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Visit business.louisville.edu for all your higher education needs, including if you want to incubate your inner entrepreneur with UofL's top-ranked innovation MBA. Just 12 months, you can gain the confidence and connections needed to spark your entrepreneurial spirit. Learn the best practices from UofL's award-winning faculty, serial entrepreneurs, venture capitalists, and national business leaders. You can also compete for thousands of dollars in startup funding and business plan competitions. Start your journey today. Visit business.louisville.edu backslash MBA. We're on the air today from 3.06 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey. TK, I said 6. I'm not. I mean, do we have to be... I never got an answer from from people. I don't know if we need to be off the air at a certain time because we, we're not allowed to compete with the official pregame coverage. What time does the official pregame start? I, that's a question. The kickoff seven thirty, so I thought that was at six. I'm not sure. I mean, we can go out if you early if you need. I mean, no, I don't, I'm, I'm good either way. I just I, I never got an answer back from anybody. If we, I mean, we usually go out like two minutes early anyway. What do you mean? Well, you say six, we usually go out like fifty seven. Well, yeah, it's, that's that's how the spots work. But yeah, but then, but you know, but when we come on, you're like exact time. But when we're going out, you're like six. Well, we're supposed to. <laughs> By the way, I had an incubator when I was in like in elementary school. I put an egg in it, it didn't work. It sounds like it was a bad personal experience for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. It's game day though. <laughs> sorry, Cardinal football is back. Short week. I was shocked to see this. Trevor, I, I, I was thinking about this. You know, we've played so many – it feels like we're a weeknight program, right? You know, Tom Jurich had the whole anybody, anywhere, anytime philosophy, just get us on national TV, we'll build this brand. And I think it was the right thing to do at the time. And then even since joining the ACC, a lot of weeknight games, the ACC has those built-in contracts with ESPN. We played on Friday last week. we got another Friday game coming up in a few weeks against NC State. This is the first Thursday night home game that we've played since 2016. First Thursday night home uh, home game since we opened the season against Charlotte and Lamar Jackson scored. Was that like, a Charlotte? Was that a, Charlotte was Thursday? It was night Thursday game? night game. We played that. the you know the, like the very first game of the year. Mm. We've done that a couple times. I think we actually played Murray State in uh, Charlie's first year with Wilson starting at quarterback back in in 2011. 
guess it was Charlie's okay. second year in 2011 yeah. when we played them on Thursday night. But so this is the first time we played a, a Thursday night home game since 2016, which feels very strange. We played it. Uh, multiple Friday night home games, yeah. but the only two Thursday night games we've played since then, we got beat by NC State in Raleigh in Lamar Jackson's last year in 2017, and then we beat the absolute pants off Duke a couple of years ago on Thursday night um, in Durham. So it feels strange to for it to be that long, considering how many memorable games we have on Thursday night. Now, this will be memorable for, for different reasons. It, it's hopefully not going to be a contest that is in jeopardy in the second half, hopefully it's not going to be like last week's game against Georgia Tech where you know we're sweating out victory in, in the second half. But Jeff Brom, the prodigal son, returning, coaching his first home game inside Cardinal Stadium, Elenin Stadium, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it depends on who you talk to. Yeah. With a blackout crowd, like it should be memorable for that reason alone. So so we're excited about tonight, I think, for reasons outside of just the, you know, the opponent in the game and all that good stuff. And we're going to break it down for the next uh, three hours or so. We'll, we'll gauge your excitement as well. Other things happening. NFL starts tonight. My, I got the I got the, the black U of L shirt. The Lions hat on. You do. I'm rocking both teams today. We got Lions Chiefs tonight kicking off the the season. Sports betting is now officially legal in Kentucky as long as you're in person. Uh, that kicked off this morning. <laughs> We've got that going on. People are excited uh, about all that going on. How perfect timing with us home opener on the same day as illegal gambling. As long as you like, show up to Churchill Downs and go to one of those sports books. You can't can't do it on your phone yet. As long as I wonder the line is like print thirty something tonight, maybe forty two and a half is, is the line right gotcha. now. But three weeks from today, you will be able to bet on your phone from the comfort of your home or wherever you ah, are beautiful. in the state of Kentucky. So we've got lots to get to today. We're gonna get to it all. But first, how are you, TK? How, how was your Wednesday night? How was uh, how was AEW? How are you feeling? AEW was good. Solid AEW show. Uh, I ended up watching it actually here, kind of like on silent for the most part while I was watching the Bats game because I was like, ah, I don't want to get home and watch it. Like be up to like three in the morning watching the wrestling because I want to be up to three in the morning watching pointless movies, which is what I ended up doing. Um, but yeah, AEW was good. No Orange Cassidy on the show last night. Though, so sorry. Ridiculous. I know. It was, it was pathetic. Um, great main event though between Nick Wayne and uh, Darby Allen. Nick Wayne, the eighteen-year-old phenom. Uh, and then I went home, watched uh, Roadhouse, watched Terminator Two. I was gonna watch that Bishop Sycamore thing. I thought that statement was going. <laughs> it sounded very different when you first started that statement. I was <laughs> I was gonna watch that, and but I, I went on to watch that bitch. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> no, that was the other video. Um, <laughs> but no, I went, so I went on HBO on demand. And like I couldn't like all I could find was it said like B H uh, B H something uh, B S High is the name B S High podcast was the only thing on on demand though. I'm like Did I don't you go to because I think now it's like Max. Yeah, but unfortunately, like on my on demand, my Max is like limited. That's what I mean. It's like just like, it only has like five things. Like I can go on I can go on Max on my phone and watch anything, and it's on my phone. That seems wrong. I know it seems dumb, right? And I was like, well, I don't want to watch it on my phone. So, because I kind of want to watch, it's only like 90 minutes, so I was like, I'm kind of watching the TV. It's a pretty quick watch. Yeah, and so I was kind of scrolling through on demand, I was like, see if I can find it, and I ended up getting caught in a rabbit's hole down watching a, uh, something on Discovery Channel called Abandoned um, Places in America. I'm stunned that you were trying to do one thing and got distracted <laughs> and wound up doing another. So, after three hours of watching that show, um, which was pretty cool, like they did like this amusement park in like the whole Mojave Desert and... Uh, there was like a gas station in uh, off of Route 66 that was like first black-owned gas station. It was in, you know, impactful during like the, the riots of Tulsa and stuff. And uh, they did Mid South Coliseum, which is kind of weird because it's only been closed since like 2005. But 
Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. So then the next thing I know, it's like five in the morning. So I was like, I better go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I did like you sent me the meme that's been going around. Yeah, I the hate- one the, the the first one I saw was a little bit different. So it was like a. This is Dabo when he doesn't have the best quarterback in the country, and it's a picture of Roy Johnson, the coach of Bishop Sycamore, which it makes more sense if you've seen the special, how like this guy is just an absolute, I mean, I don't, I don't Tool? That's one word, for is, sure. Is that the like, nicest way you could describe him possibly? He's definitely a con man. He definitely has no idea what he's doing. He definitely should not be coaching football at any level. I mean, he, this guy shouldn't be coaching like second and third grade flag football. Uh, but he's, yeah, I, mean, it, it just, I, I enjoyed that meme. because Clearly he has no business coaching football, right? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I wish you would have watched it. It's a good little... I, I do want to watch it. I'm going to watch it. The thing is, if I'm watching my phone, I usually do it when I'm, like, playing a video game or something because I just... It, it seems like I'm wasting the wasting my... Watching good something on my phone when I don't have the, the game on. And I left my PS5 up here because I knew I was going to be up here again tonight. So, like, when I'm... A lot of times I do that, I'll just kind of leave it here so I don't have to drag it back and forth each night. Gotcha. So, but uh, and of course I'll be here tonight and then tomorrow night with the, the IU game, which tomorrow night worries me because are you t- are you here tonight for the bats or for I the- am for okay, bats, yeah. So I'll watch a little bit on the uh, on the YouTube TV. Uh, I'll probably I probably won't. I'll try to watch some of the NFL game, but I'll probably kind of keep more of an eye on the scoring of that than watching it because I I got to pick between one of the two. A lot going on. I know, and then but tomorrow I'm kind of worried because tomorrow IU is tomorrow and that game's at seven, which means I'll probably be getting out of here at like one in the morning if I'm lucky. And I've got to be at Wagner at like 8 a.m. That's right. Are you going to meet me there for the SAT? I might show up with some coffee for you. You don't want coffee? I just want you there like three quarters. We're having the TK walk. I want you. I want you. Fans want, are going to be there. I want the whole family there, like just like applauding me like, like I'm walking. <laughs> I want, I want, Ma- I want Mary to be holding it. Like, I want, not Mary. I want Virginia holding a sign. It's like, Trevor is the best. Trevor's my hero. Trevor Trevor puts the T in ACT. <laughs> Mr. 18. <laughs> Trevor Kelsey. It's like eight, one, of the, one of those. No. With a big anagram. Yeah, no, Always like, classy Trevor. Trevor yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe in 36. <laughs> that's, 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 I want, yes, I want all you. Yeah. All these 16-year-old kids are like, what the hell is going on I right just want, I just want Johnson. They're going, truck. Truck, truck, <laughs> That's truck. exactly what he would be saying. That's, that's pretty much all you get. I'm like, get. it's my nickname. <laughs> Either that or he says, oh, no, a lot now, which is would not be good. That'd well, be, that'll, 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 be, be, that'll be for I'm leaving the test. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so you like get out of your car just like stumbling, looking like he's coming off two hours of sleep, and we're just like. Oh, you got to do the slow clap, yeah. Like the cool runnings. <laughs> just like stone-faced. I want, the, I want the slow like Rudy clap when he's coming back to practice by the offensive yeah. lineman. My family and our seventeen Big X <laughs> listeners just showing up to form a line for everybody. I'm, no, I'm 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 calling out to all the, the Rutherford fans and and, and and lovers of the show. Show up at Wagner, greet me. They're gonna be so pissed if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Kids come like, what the hell's going on? Is there like a fair going on or something? Oh God. Uh, anyways, <laughs> if you are listening to the show today, wherever you are, if you're oh. out there at the stadium, let us know what's going on. Send us some pics on the text line of of your setup. Uh, the parking lot's open officially at 2.30, so you're nice. good to go if you want to go tailgate. If you want you know, five hours to get your drinking in before Murray State, you can make that happen today. That's the uh, the opportunity that UFL is affording you. We're excited about that. We've got the, the game day lineup, in case you're wondering today. The game day guide. The, the parking lots did open for tailgating at 2.30. The ticket office is also open at 
The Alley will open it in 15 minutes at 3.30. If you want to head over there, hear some live music, get some drink, get some food. Card March is going to happen at 5 o'clock. I know it's tough for people who work normal jobs, not like us, but it would be tough for us, though, even though we work an abnormal job. But try to make it out there if you can. 5 o'clock, Jeff Brom's first card march, march. The stadium gates are going to open at 6, and then we got kickoff at 7.30. So that's what we're working with today, Louisville-Murray State. Card's taking on an FCS opponent. I kind of, I mean, I, I know that some people don't like these games. I know that some people are like, what are we really going to learn about this team? It's sort of the same way that I feel about in a normal college basketball season, not like last year for Louisville, where you know, we, we play those, you, you play low mid-major teams in November and December, and a lot of people get upset when those games are happening. I like kind of finding out stuff about teams at this point in time, building towards the bigger games as time goes on. Also, winning is just fun. It's fun to watch your favorite team win a football game by a healthy margin, which is what we hope is going to happen tonight. So while, like, while I would be bummed if obviously we had you know, three or four of these games a year, having one I don't think is the worst thing in the world. I kind of like going into these, having at least one out of 12 games where you feel somewhat relaxed going in. You're, you're more... Like the, the nerves aren't really there. The excitement's still there. You still get a chance to watch Cardinal football. You're still excited to see what you know these guys can do, especially this early in the season. But I'm I'm not going into this game fearing a loss. I know those are famous last words, but you know we have not lost a game to an FCS opponent since all the way back in 1985 when EKU beat us. I don't think this Murray State team is is capable of pulling off a shocker. They did beat Presbyterian 41 to 10 last week, but they're also Coming off a two and nine season, they're picked eleventh in their first season in the Missouri Valley Conference. So, like, I don't, I don't hate games like this. I enjoy the confidence builder, especially when we're coming off of a short week, playing last week on Friday. Uh, I'd like to see some guys that didn't get reps against Georgia Tech get their feet wet, get some, you know, get out there, feel what big time college football is all about for the first time, or for the first time at Louisville for some of these transfers, and then you know, get ready for IU next week and a key stretch of games to end September. So. I'm fine with this. I'm fine for at least one night a year having a game like this on the schedule. Where do you stand, TK? Are you no, one of those I'm, people who's like, I want a world beater every week? No, no, I, I, I don't want four of them. Like I don't know, some some you know teams you know a little bit you know, not far from here like to do, but I, I mean having one, I think having one is it's a reward for the fans, if anything. I mean, listen, there's going to be in some cases, and it depends on the schedule. I mean, there's going to you're going to look at eleven weeks of stress of of playing a tough schedule. Now we don't have eleven weeks of that, but. And we have they're, they're, they are you know in between here and there, and it's nice to give the fans you know a, a nice little 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 reward for being loyal, and that is the destruction of poor Murray State. I mean it's I mean it's, I mean the NFL gets Arizona. Why can't we get Murray State? <laughs> I mean it's, I mean it's every league has it. Right? I mean even in, in pro sports you have that you have that Murray State. No, no, poor Murray State's been like labeled now the the chump of the of the group, but they are today. Don't blame the Racers. Don't. Yeah, they're doing their part. I mean, listen. If it wasn't for Murray State, we would have had zero positivity in the Cragthorpe era. We didn't even have positivity in that game either. But we, we I mean, after that, we won like, seventy-three to ten, and people were still pissed. If you remember that game, vaguely, yeah. I, I mean, referred to it on the website as the least impressive sixty-three point win in the history of football. Well, I mean, the Middle Tennessee was the one that really took the air out of the, the win. Well, uh, but that game yeah. was close. Like we, I know. we won a game by sixty-three points, and the fans were like. Because if you, I don't know if you, how much you remember this game. We had a bunch of times where we were like, a bunch of times where we were like lined up improperly. We had a bunch of plays. We had a bunch of penalties in that game. It, it was just we were so much better than they were that we couldn't help but score that many points. But I remember people were like, I don't, I don't know about this new head coach. And like the, the the sports world outside of Louisville looked at the score and just said, Are you guys dumb? 
you won by 63. <laughs> and we were all like, this was not an, an impressive win. I don't know exactly. I don't think this guy really knows what he's doing. And, yet that was, and then next week, Middle Tennessee kind of confirmed a lot of those suspicions that we had. And despite all that, yet that was still the peak of the crack top air at Louisville. And if we wouldn't it was either that or when we beat when Cincinnati got, got on the road. <laughs> we, we did beat a ranked Cincinnati team on we the road. We did that year, yeah. A few yeah. weeks later, and that was kind of people like, hey, maybe. I, I t- the actual peak of the Crackthorpe era was probably the next year when we started slow, but we won like five straight games to get to five and two. We, we beat Kansas State on a Wednesday night. We beat South Florida, who was ranked at the time, and we were five and two, and people were like, okay, he just needed some time to uh, – to you know, get his get his his feet underneath him, the Kansas State, and then that was we the lost. Game, yeah. And then we lost out the rest of the season to finish five and seven, and everybody was done. Like that was it. That that was the that was the moment where we knew it wasn't going to work. The Kansas State game. Remember that was the uh, Brom calling the plays game. That's right. It was. That was the. I think Cragthorp was like, you know what? You want Brom calling plays? I'll give you Brom calling plays. And we looked as good as I think we did all year long in that game. We beat Josh Freeman. Pretty, yeah. Pretty decent. Didn't have Bill Snyder, though. That was when they had Tony Prince, I remember. Yeah. Because I actually, I, I, went, I was at that game. Ron Prince, I believe. Ron Prince, yes. I apologize. Yeah. Well, he got replaced by Snyder again, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we want to hear from you on the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. If you're out there at the stadium tailgating, let us know. Let us know how it's going. I think the big, and again, like there are, Clear questions and clear interest in the the actual game itself. But I think the big talking point going into tonight is how the crowd's going to be. Uh, I mean... Like attendance size or like volume? Both. Okay. I I mean, I I think that there's... You know, I was talking about how I don't mind playing the FCS game. I I do wish that the schedule could have been flipped to where last week's game was at home and you, you had a solid opponent for the home opener and it was a Friday night a little bit later on to where more, more people could get out there, get some tailgating done, or it was like a Saturday game against somebody decent. Because the one thing that does suck about this is it's a Thursday night game against a you know the least attractive opponent on your schedule for Jeff Brom's homecoming. Yeah, but at least with the win, with putting it behind Georgia Tech, home or away for Georgia Tech game, you have the momentum of the excitement of the, of the win that can help push people to come to a, a, a game against a, a Murray State-like team no, where I, otherwise I, they might not do. I don't disagree with you on that, but I, mean, I, I think we can both agree if the opponent was sexier tonight, oh, yeah. then like there would be less concern about the crowd size and it would be, it'd be more, it, it would feel more appropriate for Jeff Brom's first home game. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to obviously bump up the level of competition, but I don't know. Western would be maybe a better choice. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, Western I would bring a pretty good crowd. You have the connections with Jeff. I mean, that's obviously maybe not an opponent that Lil would want to play right away. But it'd be it'd be better. But I don't mm-hmm. think I, I'm so I'm talking more like you know like Bobby's homecoming coming back in 2014 with the Miami game. Like that was one of the best crowds oh, we've yeah. been a part of. The card march was unreal. Yep. Every level of it was like eight rows deep. I, I wish we could have had something like that because I I don't think because well that know, would have been George taking. We home, can put then. the question out. You know, the fan base has been asking. I've seen it all day. How many do you think we're going to get? U of L was hoping for sixty thousand, and Josh Hurd is is saying he's you know he's expecting this to be the highest attended game since COVID happened, basically the highest attended game since that twenty nineteen opener against Notre Dame, and a lot of times I I feel like a pretty good judge of what you're going to see crowd wise at a game. You know, it's it's clearly a small sample size, but when I'm asked for tickets more than I'm asked like offered tickets. I, I know that it's going to be a pretty well attended game. Okay. I have not been offered. I, I, I've been offered a ton of tickets. Nobody has reached out and asked for tickets. Nobody's been like, "Hey, man, do you know?" Because, you know, and you know this. We've talked about this before. Like, 
if anybody who works in media, people just assume that they can we can get yeah. tickets. I've had two people contact me today about tickets for something, not this game, but other something else. Yeah, right? I'll have like you know one of my casual friends' cousins that I met once in 1997. I'll be like, hey man, I'm coming to town. Can I get a ticket for the Notre Dame game? I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I, I can't make that happen for you. But you will like for big games. I will get hit up all the time by people on on Twitter or you know, text message or whatever from people be like, just just on the lookout for two ticks if you, if you have any. I've gotten offered a ton of tickets for this game, and I have not had anybody who's who's been desperate to get a few tickets. And even on you know Twitter, people will do the thing where they'll tag me just to get the word out, looking to give away some tickets for for a good card fans. Want to make sure they go to use. There's been a ton of that the last few days. Not saying it's going to be a horribly attended game or anything like that. I'm just saying I think that if you're hoping that this is going to be the game where we break 60k and the game where we have the the Adidas well, stripe covered yeah. and all that stuff, I don't think it's going to happen. The announced attendance will be good because you'll have a lot of season ticket holders that probably don't go. But I think that you're probably looking at, goal-wise, more around 50K. Does that sound reasonable? Which would still dwarf most crowds from last year, or all crowds from last year. I mean, yeah, and I would be, honestly, if we hit 50, I'd be, I was thinking more closer to the 40, to be honest with you. I mean, it's, I hope it's more than that. I hope, I it's, mean, I hope it's between at least. I'm but that's get, understandable. Again, it's Thursday night, it's Murray State. Yes, it's Braun first game, but still, I mean, it was second, you know, first game at home, obviously, but. I mean, I mean, it's still just a. I mean, do you think we'd be better off if it's been a Saturday afternoon or Saturday night? Yes, I agree for sure. Okay, because I, I agree with you on that. I think that would have bumped us up a good maybe two three percent. Yeah, if I, not more. I mean, I think you're right. I mean, I mean, it's not really any competition. Sort of, you know, unless people are really desperate to go watch the Bats game, which I really feel bad what's going to happen to their attendance tonight against the, a team that's owned them. By the way, on top of it, uh, poor Bats grand slam in the top of the bottom of the eighth last night to take the lead to give up seven runs in the top of the ninth and lose by five. It's almost over, Bats. It's it's, like, we're, almost, we're almost there. We've set some records this year. We've had some fun. It's almost time to call it a season. I mean, we must be the sinners because the Saints just love to whoop on us. I mean, it's just it's insane. You brought this up just to deliver that line, didn't you? I, I did, yes. Yeah, you, you love that. It was, it was well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, I don't give a bleep about the Bats anymore. Don't bring Let's them up. Let's move on. Move on. Back to Murray. <laughs> Back to now Murray. Now that I've delivered my line. <laughs> I love it. I love that Patrick. That, that's us, what I was way. doing last night. I spent the last five hours of the night writing that sure. joke. <laughs> I love that Patrick texted us. I just left Churchill and made some bets. Pretty nice setup they have going on. Thanks for that, Patrick. The man on the scene. When's Patrick going to change his Twitter handle to, to like at pryan six eighty? It's probably going to happen. Is Patrick? He's eighteen, then I guess, right? Yeah, I don't know. I can remember how at I, P Ryan ESPN Louisville. I was thinking he had to be twenty one to bet. No, I mean he may not bet. He was just there. True. He's a man about town. He's probably there for ESPN Louisville. I mean, you know, could be here, you know, doing the board or something. But are we ever going to see Patrick again? Is my question. No, not unless you want to go work at six eighty. Maybe he's just done. He's he's moved on. I mean, he Charlie Strong does. <laughs> he went to Texas. I don't think it's gonna work out. Well I mean, at him. least at least the other intern we lost just went to another show on the station. Did I tell you? Uh, so Jacob, we, we played with Jacob in the golf scramble last. It was Friday. good hanging out with Jacob. It was good to see Jacob. And Jacob is very good at golf. He played in college. He was like the region golfer of the year back in his his Oldham County High School days. So he was playing his own shot. He just played kind of – he shot like two under by himself. We shot five under as a team. But like once Jacob got drunk enough, I think it was like whole seven or eight, he came over and like apologized for leaving this, this show. And he's like, he's like, I couldn't do it, man. I'm like, I was like, what? He's like, I was on your show. I'm like, I know. I don't know. He's like, I was like, you don't have to apologize. It's fine. We were cool. Well, I think it's probably, probably my fault because as we were driving around the car, I, I was giving him kind of crap. But like we thought you just bounced on us after two shows and quit. He said like, the making fun of Devin Booker was what drove him over the edge. He, he's a big Devin Booker guy. 
Good, because I always thought it was a butt joint. I was like, I was like he's like, what am I, I'm going to college. What am I doing working doing this? It probably didn't help. That conversation. <laughs> or I accused him of being arrested. I was like, two out of three get arrested. <laughs> I'm looking in the room. <laughs> he had not been arrested. <laughs> no, but I was right about two out of three. All right. About one uh, out of three, yeah. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, a little Murray State talk. We'll talk about some stats for tonight's game, some some facts, some notable tidbits, and then we'll take some text from you guys on the Thornton's text line at 502. I've got to bring the song up. Say what? To push us out this read or something. Okay. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's tax line. Reminder: Thornton's hooking up the best deals all summer long, all fall long. Now that we're into football, if you want to save some money at the pump, if you need some coffee in the morning, donut in the morning, whatever you got, Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app is the way to make that happen. Download that bad boy on your phone today. Save some money inside, outside, any one of the areas. Seventy six thousand two hundred twenty two Thornton's locations. And then text us at 502-414-1450. I saw Josh Hurd did the his new tradition. He's a big runner. Is they're yeah. doing the game day run. They're starting at the cabooses at 7 a.m. On, on, on the day of a game. And, you know, they're, they're running as far as they can. Or, you know, it's, people of all sizes, all shapes, so they're coming out and they're running with Josh. And they had a nice spread of Thornton's Donuts this morning out there. I think it's like Forrest Gump style. He's just running. Everybody's following behind him. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind <laughs> of. <laughs> I'd follow you anywhere, man. I didn't, see, I didn't see Vince doing that. Yeah. Anyways. I'd be like, Vince, keep running. Which way? Just southwest. I don't care. Just keep going. <laughs> don't turn around. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Your thoughts on the text line and then some thoughts on Murray State as well. Uh, 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. You can hear all the action of tonight's matchup against Murray State on your new home for Cardinal Athletics, our sister station, 970 WGTK. Flip over there, you'll be able to hear Paul Rogers, Jody Demling, and the boys calling the action tonight from LNN Stadium as we kick off the home Jeff Brom era of Cardinal football. It's an exciting night. We're very excited about it. Couldn't be more excited. Exciting things are happening. Let's go crazy. We're excited. Not exciting news. I just saw this. I don't know if you've seen this. It's been, I guess it's a little few hours old. Oh, that probably happened. Your boy. Well, I shouldn't say your boy. Uh, you you enjoy, you're a big fan of that 70s show or 70s show, oh, you refer well, to it. This is, I think, was this new news? I thought this happened a few months ago. Well, he got found guilty. They sentenced Danny Masterson today, though. Was it the sentencing? Okay. because He I, was found guilty of, of, of raping two women. He was sentenced to 30 years to life today. I mean, I thought them, I thought, I guess maybe when he was originally found guilty, the they assumed it was going to be 30 years or so. That was like what he, the most he could get and is what he got. That's insane. It's a long time. It was crazy because last night, I was. this is before this news team came out, I was like scrolling through Facebook. And, you know, you get all those like, uh, I get the, uh, the the craziest moments, the behind the scenes stuff or, you know, of your shows and all the, the stupid, you know, lists that you get. And like one of them was like, uh, 
like 70s show reunion, how the entire cast will return. I'm like, no, yeah, exactly. No, probably not going to happen. <laughs> That's, I mean, I never looked up the details of that case, but it must have been bad. Speaking of details of cases. 30 years. Speaking of details of cases, uh, we spent a, a, a bit of time yesterday talking about your experience as a jury member for a murder trial. Did you did you read that link I sent you? I did. Okay. I looked into the case a little bit. You, okay. You found out the name. But I did love, I, you, today, I got a, my guy, um, maybe I didn't want me to use his name, but somebody who, uh, who, who listens to the show on podcast said, I can probably pull all of the, the case files there, the, the, a.k.a. the Kelsey tapes, trademark, <laughs> from that case, unless it's sealed. If you wanted to read those, I was like, "Oh, awesome!" Do you want to double double check my my homework? I kind of do, because I was concerned <laughs> with some of the things you were saying. I did read like a, a little bit about the case, and just based on what was reported, just like the the surface level reporting that was out there, I kind of think you guys probably made the right call. Yeah, thank you. It seems like it was the right thing. It wasn't what I was expecting when you said, you know, when you say murder case, I'm thinking like he's accused of slaughtering somebody no, or whatever, was... and it was definitely not. Situation. It, it, I mean, like I said, it was almost like being in an SVU episode, but it was, uh, I mean, not to give out, it was, it was shaken baby, shaken child. It just, unfortunately, was, was the, the result of what caused it, probably. And it's just hard to narrow that down on when, who was alone with the child and, and yada yada. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a sa- very sad case for sure. It was, it but was. But it wasn't yeah. what I was expecting when I read But I, I do think, I actually it did. It sounded like you guys made the right It's thing. funny you did it. And I remember I told you yesterday, I was like, I was kind of like wanting to like find out like, like now that's been five. I didn't realize it's been five years now. Because it was in October of eighteen, when I when I was on I, when I saw the the news link is when I realized how long it's been, and I was like, so I during the bats game I did kind of go down the rabbit hole of looking up his name as well as like the mom's name and see if I could find anything on social media. And they are they are off the grid. I don't blame them. Both completely off the grid at least. That uh, so I don't know. I was just kind of glad I just, I didn't want to come across his name and be like was convicted in two thousand twenty one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I, that, that's what I did not want to see. a child serial killer. Yeah. He's been wanted in six states now. I'm like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well, that's a handout. That's I mean, on me. I mean, this, so that means the only thing about my jury duty that's similar to a movie is that I can quote the line, we had him and we let him go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was watching the John Mulaney uh, SVU stand up last night too, as well. Yeah, it's a good one. I was so good. The guy who just doesn't stop unloading crates. He did what? <laughs> he did With what? who? Now, I looked up that actual video of that when he gives the. Uh, you mean it's like riding the ponies? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, I was searching for uh, good times. I was searching for Louisville Murray State stuff when I was doing the news and notes post on Card Chronicles today. Okay. And I came across, we're seeing more and more news outlets that are utilizing AI for their, you know, the, the write-ups they don't want to do. It's going, is that lazy, right? And then they, they wonder why people lazy. get fired. They think it's cost-efficient. They always, it's very easy to tell when there's a write-up on AI. It's like, the fighting Cardinals of Louisville will take to the field to take on in a matchup of American football. It's like, well, I, I don't think a human is writing this. But they, they, there's <laughs> examples probably. all over the place of just bad AI write-ups. But today, I think I found maybe the worst. And I don't know what... It makes me a little bit nervous. Maybe this AI knows something that we don't. But the headline of the story is from BVM Sports, which I, I think they may have taken it down. Somebody said they can't find it anymore. I'm going to have to investigate. But they clearly use AI for their previews. It, a lot of people have done this for a while. It's it's a clickbait thing. You're just trying to get views from people that are looking for actual information on the game. And then you have this just not substantive at all quick write-up that's 150 words. 
But the headline from BVM Sports, Murray State Racers take down Louisville Cardinals in historic matchup. And it's one of those stories where they have, you open it, and before you get to the body of the story, they've got the points of the story, the key points of the story. And the key points for the story are Murray State Racers defeat Louisville Cardinals in a historic matchup. Murray State's last win over an FBS team was in 1984 against Louisville. And then the victory marks Murray State's first win in their road opener since spring 2021. Not sure why Murray State was playing a spring football season in 2021, <laughs> but clearly this AI bot knows something. They remember something. the XFL. They know something that we don't know. But we've got it. There's at least one pick out there for Murray State to take down Louisville tonight. That's all you got. I think everybody else is, is on the cards. I'm sick to say that computer isn't Skynet. I did like, there was somebody, a couple people on Twitter were like, they're like, they're mad about this. This guy just tweeted me during the break. He was like, dude, come on. You had bad vibes about the GT game. What are you trying to accomplish here? And I was like, I did have bad vibes until Trevor and I heroically flipped those vibes on Friday <laughs> and saved the game. You're welcome. I mean, we, and we, we've yet to get a card back. Not yet, at least. The vibes are fine right now. We've had good vibes all week. I've enjoyed our, our banter. We've had some good shows. We Your had, mother raised direction to sent me up, sent us a bunt cake like Mrs. Rutherford did. Yeah. We, I mean, we had, you know, we, we had Virginia's birthday vibes. We, we, the vibes are fine. The vibes are good. Unless something terrible happens before kickoff, I think you should feel confident about tonight's game. I know they were good, especially when, uh, you know, one of our competitions, we, we both love Mr. Coffee, was out down there. He was in Atlanta doing a show, and he was doing it from the same place I did my 2013 Final Four pregame show. Oh, that's nice. So I was like, and, and I, the same place I met Gary Payton. So I was like, listen, I know the vibes are good. I know, I knew we weren't going to lose at that point. Like if you're there, because we didn't lose that night that weekend, and you're not going to lose. We're not going to lose this weekend. Can't wait till we're like losing at halftime, and I'm frantically finding a new Suicide King scene to watch. <laughs> Have you watched the scene yet? Why don't you just watch I, the scene before the game? I watched that scene during halftime. I, 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 I took a screenshot. I watched the minute and a half scene, the whole thing. So I watched. So I, can say I, I watched, I watched the trailer of the, of the Bishop Sycamore. Can I say I've watched it? Well, that's you didn't lose a bet. Like you don't have to watch that. <laughs> oh, it's only when you lose a bet that you can weasel your way out of actually welching of doing it. I mean, you don't have to watch that. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was I lost a bet, and you said that I've got to watch one of your stupid Trevor movies that's on the list. <laughs> stupid truth. <laughs> <laughs> Teenager, stupid Trevor movie. Stupid, your stupid Trevor movie. Stupid. Another good vibe moment. My my <laughs> friends do this uh, this golf trip. I love going on the golf trip. I haven't been able to go the last couple of years. Yeah, you went to golf like twice in ten years. Yeah, I know. Well, two years. It's this weekend, and uh, one of my best friends from college just got a text. Like, Jeff just barfed after hole five. So that, they're off to a good start out there, down there in, in Myrtle Beach. Uh, that makes me feel. Oh, good. I think with Jeff Brom. <laughs> no, like, not that Jeff. Different Jeff. <laughs> That's, he could have some nerves. You never know. <laughs> I don't think Jeff's going to puke tonight. He did admit to having some nerves after the Georgia Tech game, which I thought was after or before. Before, I mean, okay. he admitted after the game that before the game. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And he was like, you know, it's well, just it's understandable. It's different. Though. Yeah, it's, it's just coming back here. A lot of pressure on me. You kind of think about a lot of things, and I mean, he, once the game gets going, you, you forget. It's just you're coaching football. I don't. I didn't hear him say the quote, but they brought it. I'm assuming they did just make this up. But during the broadcast, they you know they mentioned that. You know, one of the things he didn't want to do by coming here was, you know, kind of ruining the legacy that he created as a player, sure, as a coach, and that's understandable. I mean, I mean, I mean, look at Nebraska and Scott Frost. I well, mean. we talked about it last week when when Keith was in here on Friday. I think it was Friday when he was in. Where were it? Thursday, 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 Friday, Friday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday yeah, with the yeah, golf course. Yeah. Thursday, we talked about it. You know, I get the pressure that you have as a former player, especially a beloved player slash former yeah. coach who's supposed to come back and save the program. Case in point, look at Kenny Payne right now. I mean. 
And, and, and Brahms at a different level because Brahms, I mean, the, you have the whole family name as well. Sure, for sure. I mean, it, but there you're right, a, but Kenny Payne is a, a great example. And remember, we got into talking about how, you know, I, for somebody my age and probably people around our age, I've known Kenny Payne more my life as, as the the guy who was the assistant at UK, the guy who like yeah. I heard my dad talk about how how you know the, the way that he played and how much it hurt him to go coach at Kentucky, and then I, I know him more as the Louisville head coach than I ever knew him as the Louisville player. So it's a little bit different. Like Jeff Brom was the first U of L quarterback, one of the few first U of L quarterback. I guess Brownie Nagel was probably the first one that I really remember watching. Yeah, but he was but also Brom team transfer and played there those, two years. Those Brom teams were the first ones that I really remember watching and really becoming a fan of. And so, yeah, I, I've known him as a player. I've, I've known the family. Like, I, it, it's a little bit different. Well, even and I think for a lot of people, they feel that same way. You don't want to spoil that because it'll always be like if Jeff Brom comes here and fails as a head coach, I don't like the fan base isn't going to hate him. Like, there'll be people who are disappointed no. in the way that he coached, but people will always appreciate what he did here as a player. Yeah, and the fact that he came back and, and like you know, it, it's going to be. But that relationship will always be at least a little bit tarnished. Like it, he's not going to be. Getting standing ovations when he stops into a Roosters or, or when he goes to eat wherever. It's just going to be. Eventually, I think. And it's the same way with Kenny Payne. Like, if he fails here, it's not like people are going to hate him. If he gets fired after this year, it's not going to be like, you know, he can't, he's not welcome in the city anymore. He's got to go. But it will be a little bit different when he walks into a room than it would have been if he'd come here and just killed it as a head coach, right? Yeah. And I think, and, and, and if, you know, God forbid there's a failure with, with the hire, I mean, he, he could, I think, all would be forgiven eventually in return, but. You're right. I mean, it would be still kind of a, a black mark, and I mean, in the Brom name, it's not just Jeff. You're talking about that's you know to you and me, but you know, you have generations with Oscar, and then even you know with with Brian sure. for your your Patrick age generation, kind of the you know, it's not just you know the, the the front name is interchangeable. It's the it's just the name Brom. It's a one word. It's like Cher or Prince or Bono. 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 Sonny. <laughs> no, Bono's the, the guy from uh, U2, right? Bono. Yeah, same difference. I did love that Brady Brom showed up at the run this morning. Edge. And the only picture of him that they showed on Josh Hurd's tweet is him just like holding a donut. I'm like, that's my guy. That, that'd that be me if I was showing up at the run. I'm here for the donuts, baby. I'll give you a solid half mile maybe if I feel like it. But I'm, I'm here mostly for the donuts. <laughs> I, we need to get you to the pregame run. Uh, you had you had me until the word run. If we're five and oh, be on a golf cart. If we're five and oh, Notre Dame game Saturday morning, I think you and I both need to go do the run and, and turn out like a a quarter mile, point two five miles. Are you insane? Seven a.m. We're showing up. We're running together. Mike Rutherford show shirts. We're holding hands. It's gonna be great. Uh, I don't Secure know about a you. Victory. I would love to be able to live to see us play Notre Dame. Well, that's true. And I don't think that's. I don't think you're just. You know what? Let's work. Let's, let's talk. Hold on. Step into my office. That's, that game's on October 7th. How far this run is? It, it basically, it's like however you want, far you want to go. Like, Josh Hurd is a big-time runner, so he's going to run far, but people can stop. Like, we could run to, like, the, the end of the stadium and just stop. Be like, we did it. We're here. My, one of the classic my King of the Hill lines is when Bobby signs up for the fun run, the 2K fun run. And he goes like 50 feet, and he calls his dad to come pick him up. And he's like, I ran until it was fun, and then it was fun no more. <laughs> so I stopped. <laughs> that could be us. That's, uh, okay, I, I tell you what. We're undefeated going another day. Boom. I can't Done. promise how far I'll run, but I will do it. You get two Saturdays oh, for the fall. Uh, 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 hold on. Okay. But if I'm do, if I, you're going to get me to run for Notre Dame, you're going to go to AEW with me when they come to Louisville. No. Oh, 
I mean, we might as well be in a relationship if you're going to take and not give. I don't want to go to wrestling. <laughs> I don't like wrestling. I don't. You think I want to run? Well, that's. Well, I don't want to run either. Okay. But it's, it's for Louisville football. <laughs> We're a Louisville sports show. I do. You think your your lack of interest in watching wrestling overpowers that of my wanting to run? That's a fair point. Okay. Thank you. But it's Louisville related. And and, and by the way, before, before we get into semat- and semantics. What? <laughs> Semitic, somatics, anti-Semitics. Anti-Semitic, yeah, that I hope, too. Hope that's not going to happen. <laughs> before, we, before we do any of that, a fast walk is considered a slow run. <laughs> that's fine. Okay, so I'm, I just, just want you out there. Just want to get that out there too. Before we're like, he's not really running. No, that's as fast as he goes. <laughs> I just want, I just want to see you in the scene. It's gonna be a big crowd. We'll probably just blend right in. It's gonna be a good time. It can happen. And that's the same thing's gonna happen when we go to AEW. Uh, we've got good news here. Well, good, because we need it after the Masterson news. You will officially... I know how much you hate regional sports network games. Ugh. I know how much the fan base hates regional sports network games. Well. Trying to find out what channel, Bally Sports South or Fox Sports South or whatever the hell it is, is on now. You will never have to watch another Louisville sporting event on a regional sports network again. The regional sports network, they used to have, have a deal with the ACC that was going to keep games on that family of networks until 2027. That deal is now null and void. All the matchups that were supposed to be on one of those networks are now moving to the CW, uh, a channel that is, if you have a UofL, uh, not UofL, a Louisville local television package, you've got the CW. It's J- channel WBKI 58 yeah. here in Louisville, so you should be able to find it wherever. So that's Great news. This is part of the ACC's new deal with the CW, which was uh, in talks with the Pac-12, and then was like, well, if you guys are going to pay us like 15 cents for this, we're, we're going to go somewhere else. So thankfully, no more regional sports network games ever for Cardinal Sports. That era has come to a close. It's done. Our short regional nightmare has come to an end. Oh, you mean I don't have to, I don't have to worry about cutting off the, uh, the, the top of the 10th inning of a baseball game to go watch a three-year-old, a three-decade-old uh, Strongman com- competition on Bally? No, thank God. If you're, I mean, r- the Reds though are still stuck on, on Bally for a little. Bit, nah, well, at least for this year. Well, yeah, I used to, I used to enjoy get to watch Pacer games on there, but they only showed them when they didn't interact with the Memphis games. You get to hear the same three commercials all day, every day. <laughs> rally house, rally house. Is that one of the courses they play? Oh yeah, every single. Every There's not. That's like watching the street. That's like when you watch a game like on ESPN, like. Uh, on the stream, and they'll, they'll, they they always play like they're like the local, the same local commercials. It's the same like, it, it's been, and for the last two months, it's been political ads nonstop. Uh-huh. Like every commercial break, I have to hear how you know Bashir's letting prisoners out of prison left and right, and how he's you know he's he's forcing you know kids in elementary school to change genders and stuff. It's, right? Yeah. He's just a, you know he's yeah. a total animal. The man's the man needs to be stopped. He doesn't want those kids in school, but if he does, he wants them to change their genders. That's the commercial. I kid you not. Andy Brashear, no way around it. Andy Brashear wants your your fifth grader to turn genders. I'm like, what? I got put in touch with a guy who runs the the, the new the rally house. It's out there in the paddock shops in Louisville, and he was interested in advertising. Kind of wanted to use me in some avenue, whether it was like website, podcaster, or radio station. And I was like. You know, sure. I, I like you know, whatever. Like, let's talk. And like, we got connected. And I said at the end, I was like, I was like, I'm a big Reds fan. So I've the, the Rally House song is stuck in my head constantly. May have overplayed my hand. Never heard from him again. Like two <laughs> weeks yeah, really? Ago. It was like two weeks ago. He didn't get back with me. I'm like, well, do you think that would have been a good thing though? It would have been like, hey, we, yeah. We, I mean, I thought it was a nice little just icebreaker. Like I'm always singing the Rally House song. And then the guy, I don't know, maybe just hated it. But 
whatever. Rally House got to get back in touch. Louisville's Rally House would be what uh, Fishers, the bacon making people. And use, I mean, way back in the day, yeah. That, they don't play anymore. No, no, I listen. Well, and it became also like the smile making people. Oh, was it? Yeah, the smile. When it, when it became the smile making people, I was done. That's when it jumped the shark. Indiana's. It, you're the bacon making people. Indiana's is IU community. We started a house. Now we're building a community. <laughs> I heard every commercial break. <laughs> Gonna give a shout out to the second ranked Louisville volleyball team. Last night they go to Dayton. It was a nail biter, Trev. It was a little bit dicey there. Well, Dayton. This team, uh, number two in the country, they'd only lost one set out of nineteen in their first uh, however many matches. I guess six matches. They'd, they'd won eighteen of nineteen sets coming into last night. They get pushed to five sets by the Flyers on their home floor, and Dayton uh, nearly pulls off the the, the home upset. But Louisville prevails in the fifth set, 15-12, to 12, to stay unbeaten. They now start a big-time stretch of five straight home games out there. Some of them are at the KFC Yum Center. Some are at uh, LNN Stadium. I mean, LNN, whatever, the arena. So go out there, support the cards. Sunday, they're going to play Penn State, always a national powerhouse. If you can't make it out uh, to watch the cards in person, you can watch that on national TV. It's going to be on ESPN, too. So nice to see the UofL uh, team stay undefeated. But it was a little bit uh, – it got a little bit scary there for a while, thankfully. Seven and zero. Oh. Were you emotionally torn slightly because it was Dayton? No, not at all. Okay. I mean, I was rooting like for Louisville more than Dayton when I was going to Dayton, so did not affect me whatsoever. We also have a couple other notes uh, before we end the first hour. We've got confirmed TV coverage and tip-off times for the Empire Classic that Louisville men's basketball team is going to play on the weekend before Thanksgiving. So all these games are on ESPN or ESPNU. The first two, I guess, both semifinals are going to be on ESPN. At 1 o'clock on November 19th, that's a Saturday, I believe, UConn's going to play Indiana in the first game. We get the second game, 3 o'clock, which will be more like 3.30, yeah, Louisville four. versus Texas. And then on November 20th, the next day, at 4.30 uh, on ESPNU is the third-place game. The 7 o'clock championship game will also be on ESPNU. Let's plan for that championship game. We're going. Uh-huh. Louisville-UConn. Are you penciling it in on your schedule? No, right I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell me when the consolation game is. I just started there. You four, that. 4.30 is the, is the third place game. All right, so. 7 o'clock is the championship game. We'll start on time on that one. We're going to the championship game. We'll see Rodney Terry at the consolation game before us. We'll be watching there. <laughs> I see Rodney Terry there, but I don't know. <laughs> well, we're playing him first game. So. Um, oh, then we will see him at the title game. <laughs> no. I have no confidence in the season. Have you noticed that yet? I can tell. Okay, I just—I mean, maybe I'll change my mind as the year comes closer. We got two months to go until the season. Yeah, over. that's uh, you. I, I need, I need, I need, I need to be. My mind needs to be changed. But right now, I am one hundred percent negative, Nancy. I think we can tell. Yeah, sorry. I mean, what, I mean. last stuff to get to before we call it an hour. We'll turn it over to the Thornton Sucks line after the break. Uh, Pat Forty does the little forty-yard dash, where you know mentions forty so teams. Clever, right? I like it. It's, it is. It's, it's it's a nice little fun read. But he in his first forty-yard dash of twenty twenty-three gave U of L shout out. He had a section that was uh, best debut by a new head coach, the non-Deion Sanders division. And he, said, <laughs> yes, he said Jeff Brom. Opening with a league game against Georgia Tech in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Brom's Cardinals fell behind 28-13 and appeared powerless to stop the Yellow Jackets. Then they ran off 26 unanswered points to take control with California transfer quarterback Jack Plummer settling down and Georgia State transfer wide receiver Jamari Thrash making big plays for a fan base hungering for the Brom homecoming and sweating through the first half of it. The second half was cathartic. I'm going to say, I mean, they, they, we dominate. We we beat them three of the four quarters. I wouldn't say we were left for, like, what he, what, how did he describe it? 
yeah. appeared powerless to stop the yellow Yeah, jerseys. I mean, come well, on. Well, after that second quarter, we did kind of appear yeah. powerless for sure. One but quarter, but yeah. the second half, dominated by UofL. Just, just, just we'll put back the drama. All right, let's take a break. First hour's over. Second hour is up next. Again, if you're, te- if you're tailgating out there right now, let us know what the scene is. Hit us up at 502-414-1450. Yeah, Roush, we know you're out there. You're, you're a secret Louisville fan. And we know you're black. there. He's ready to go. He, he texted me earlier today and was like, hey, y'all doing the show out there? I was like, no, we're in the studio. We don't get, we don't get to kind of print. We only get out like once a year, and you saw us at the golf course, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have us out there, Roush? Make some plays. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure your family's got like a, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're with the Brom family. I'm sure he's got a booth out there or Just something. Just one of them trains or whatever. Make that happen. Those things are expensive. Oh, they're insanely expensive. Like, just give me like an idea of how much they cost to like run one of those. I mean, my, they, are they per you, game you or for the season? Yeah, you. Oh, you have to buy them. Buy them. Are we talking about, like buying a house? My or buddy's a... grandpa was like the guy who like owned all the trains. He ended up selling them, I think, to U of L a few years ago in a deal. Nice. But yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's it's a hefty fee. Didn't didn't one we of couldn't others, do it? One of the other stations rented it out one year, didn't they? I think Six Eighty still they have one. Yeah, okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, I wouldn't even give them. I wouldn't even give them the privilege of their yeah, name. Put me in. Back me into that corner, so I had to say what I knew. I take a break. When we come back, Thornton's sex line will let you take over for a little bit to start the hour. 502-414-1450. It's game day. Hit us up with your thoughts on the Thornton sex line. We'll be right back here on the Mike Rutherford Show. 1450-961, the Big X. Breaking ACC news, Tez Walker, the much-talked-about North Carolina transfer wide receiver, has officially been declared ineligible for the entire 2023 season. Uh, it's a, a weird deal. He was supposed to be the best wide receiver this season. He announced his transfer on, I think, January 9th. And two days later, the NCAA changed their rules about two-time transfers, basically saying, you know, if you are if you transfer twice before You've graduated. You've got to sit out a year again. You, have, you get one chance to be a immediately eligible transfer. Walker has not had not graduated from. I think Kent State is where he transferred in from. And so, like again, <laughs> Carolina's make him up, make up his track record. You do a pretty good job of that for the last thirty years. Well, by I mean, <laughs> it's weird because again, by the rules, when he announced his transfer, he was set. He was good to go. He should have been eligible to play for North Carolina this season. And then two days later, they changed the rules. They declared him ineligible. North Carolina appealed. He is officially declared ineligible today. I see another court case coming where North Carolina is probably going to whoop that ass in, in, in court against the NCAA. But Walker still has two years of eligibility remaining, but he will have to use them in 2024 and 2025. Blow there for the Tar Heels who are hoping to uh, to play for an ACC title this year. Yeah, my heart bleeds. Um, okay, I got a question. <clears throat> this is just nitpicking old man maybe or something. Okay, know, but, the best guys. Uh, so, so I'm looking. I just I'm on Twitter and I see the statement, right? And it's like statement from UNC head coach Mac Brown on the Devontez Tez Walker, and Tez is in parentheses in between. Like it's just a shortened version of his first name. Can it should it be like qu- like quoted as a nickname? 
Well, yeah. I mean, if you go by something else, then you're. But it's just the shortened version of your name. Like, should you be Michael? Like, Mike Rutherford? Yeah, I mean, you could do that. Oh, that just seems kind of dumb. <laughs> like, that's something if it's like Urban Magic Johnson or, you know, Lafayette Fat Lever or, you know, you know, Anthony Spud Webb. But it's, you know, Wayne Tree Rollins. I feel like I'm like the, I feel like I'm like the ice tea in that scene now. <laughs> it's a weird tangent that you're going off on. But like, yeah, so it's Devontez, uh, Tez, I mean, it's te- that's just a shorting version of your name. I think even... that they're using, they're referring to him by his, his legal name, but they're going off, like what he's commonly refers to, what, what he goes by is, is Tez. Like you want to make sure that you mention I mean, that. You could just call him Tez Walker. It's just, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's not the way. It's, in an official <laughs> statement, it's not the way it's going to work. This is another thing North Carolina does that irks me. Okay. Well, I mean, I think, I think everybody kind of does that. Anyways. 502 414 the Thornton Sex Line. We're going to hear from you this half hour. Uh, I do want to give a very, very quick shout-out. Racing Louisville last night in the NWSL Challenge Cup semifinals gets the one nothing victory. They will play for the Challenge Cup this weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be on national TV on CBS. I think that's like – I think it's – I know it's at 1230. I think it's on Saturday. Regardless, go Big Perp. Very happy. Jeff uh, Jeff Greer was like so excited he couldn't sleep last night. I know, but that's a big accomplishment for them. They will play for a trophy coming up. This Do week. they don't have Very one? Cool. What do you mean? Do they don't have a trophy already? Well, they won the that little like women's cup championship a few a couple years that ago. Little. I mean, so that was good. But yeah, playing for another trophy. Nice. Yeah. So right. we do. And they, they're connected with us. Now they're winning. Damn right. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texter says, "What has the higher attendance? The card march tonight at five p.m. for Jeff's home game." Or the TK March Saturday morning at Wagner for TK's ACT. I think Braun will beat me. I don't know. I hope not. I mean, I'd, I'd love to match. I mean, I don't. It's just build a whole parking lot of Maymess Wagner. <laughs> Bring a have a bus come with kids on it. <laughs> it'll be be like the it'll be like the uh, the taunting of the freshman and Daisy Confused like. I mean, they're they're renting out the park. We have concessions for sale. I mean, if we did it. You I was just school sanctioned. I would love it if we did that, and you just like didn't show up. Sort of like in the documentary, it just cuts to you just still asleep in bed. Everyone's like the alarm going. Eh, 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 everyone's slow clapping. Like, where is he? I can we get balloons? I can't like it make it look like 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 a Catholic like a Catholic picnic out there. You just pass out from exhaustion halfway down the line. Is he dead? No, he's breathing. He's just really tired. Let's carry him the rest of the way. <laughs> he didn't sleep much. Damn, I you went to overtime. We do the whole like cheer. You walk in like before we even get back to our cars. You're you back. Like, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. It's no, me. I just I'm not, you know, Everybody starts cheering. I'm with a cigarette. I'll, I'll keep it down. I got a headache. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Hawking into the mic over here. Texas, I just listened to yesterday's show podcast. Oh. The idea of Trevor, who is very regularly on the wrong side of seemingly every moral dilemma on the show, <laughs> judging that? a murder case, does not sit well with me. I don't, Who's to say I'm on the wrong side of the moral side of the thing? That's, 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 it's not, maybe you are. Maybe. Maybe I'm right and you're wrong, huh? Your mind just get blown on that one? Texas said, I just had flashbacks of Satterfield whining about not playing on Saturday. What a dork. I thought Tom Allen did that this week, too. <laughs> did he really? Who are they playing tomorrow? Indiana State. So he had a well, he had a whole thing where it was like, he made the exact quote. I think quote, with them a couple years ago, actually. He made the exact quote that Satterfield made when he was talking about this, which is Friday nights are for high school football. And, you know. 
Suck it up, Dora. Uh, yeah, you know, okay, and I know you're talking. He actually, he, I don't know if he repeated this is the same one, but he did mention that as well post game against Ohio State as well. Uh, he did bring that up, and this could have been, he could have just reiterated it, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I, I love weeknight games, but I kind of with them. Like Friday nights, it does kind of be annoying. I get why you'd be annoyed if, well, if like, you're a college head coach when it comes to. Like you want to I'm be going as a fan, though. I mean, like for example, last week I love Louisville playing on you know with Georgia Tech, but I mean, you know, we had Mail and Saint X. There was a lot of cool, like good high school games that would have been nice to maybe like pay more, give much attention to. Well, you that, don't go to high school games. Why do you care? I, well, I have, yeah, I have. I don't anymore. Ever since the Central Florida game, what? When I chose to go watch Mail and Trinity and then record Louisville in Central Florida, Bad and we lo- uh, yeah, and ever since then I I, I, I swore I'll never choose a high school game over U of L. I think the bigger point is like I get why college coaches don't like it. it. It hamstrings you when it comes to recruiting. It ruins your recruiting weekends. Like you want, like you want Saturdays where a bunch of players can come in. Like we have a bunch of visitors tonight because it's Thursday, which is better than Friday. But the fan base that's trying to get fired up for your game that you want to you know be there in full throat in the stadium Friday night. They don't want to hear. I don't really want to play this game on Friday night. I don't, I don't really well, want to play. Like th- that's what pissed a lot of people off with Satterfield's comments when he was saying that. It's like okay, I mean we we're it's a pretty damn big game. Like why don't you get us hyped a little bit? It doesn't help. Both coaches are probably semi hot seating, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I kind of agree with them. I, I like I, I don't mind. I like Thursday. I don't mind a Wednesday. It just Friday does it does you know it is it should be high school football night. Whatever, I'm fine with it. Texas, it's you game. just have no support for Trinity. I mean, because Trinity, no, Trinity sucks. I'm not going to high school football games unless <laughs> I have a kid playing. Sorry, Texas, it's game day, and I'm sorry I haven't texted in a while, but this is a great opportunity to remind everyone that Mick Cronin sucks. <laughs> well, Mick Cronin does suck. I mean, you're not you, does not so suck. you won't go to a high school, a good high school game just to watch a good high school game. No. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the way you just d- d- look down on it is if it's like. No, it's fine. I just I, I don't have. Oh no! An you just missed it as if the people who do do it are like beneath you. I'm just saying I'm not going to go to a if I'm choosing between Louisville and a high school game I'm going to go to a, a Louisville game a million times out of a million unless my kid is playing. I mean that's yeah, but you but you wouldn't even even Louisville's not playing. You're not going just to watch a good high school game. Probably not. No. Yeah. Because yeah. some of us like sports more. I mean, when, when <laughs> you, trip, you don't leave the house for it. You haven't been to a Louisville game since 2011 or whatever. Hey, say as I do. Do as I say, not as I do. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Texas, between the Max thing today and YouTube TV yesterday, I'm not convinced Trevor isn't an 87 year old boomer. How is he this bad at all technology with the exception of fantasy football? Well, <laughs> you struggle with technology. I mean, yeah, but I, I didn't, I'm not a, I mean, I didn't grow up in technology era, though. I mean, Technology's only boomed over the last like like second half of my life. <laughs> That's your excuse. <laughs> and by the time like I mean I was like what twenty three when I got the internet. Still, yeah. I'm just not a uh, I don't know I mean it's, yeah I'm not a I mean I don't need to, to grasp it. Texas did Trevor just say umami desert? Oh, the Mojave Mojave desert Mojave desert. I didn't, I didn't catch what you were talking about. Mojave does. It's in California, Arizona. It's I, it's a it's a wasteland. I've been there. Texas, we need an emergency pod Saturday after the ACT. I am very curious. <laughs> can score your house and do a podcast because I mean the big attraction you'd think would be the score here, right? Which we're not going to get for a couple of weeks. That's that sucks, yeah. But I actually think the bigger it, it, the score is fine. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what you get. You but care. I want to know more about the experience. Like I I, I want to know because something's going to happen. 
One. Why you act like something drastic? Something, something is bad. Going to something is going to happen. <laughs> Cops, you're, you're sitting at the house around nine forty-five. It's like, you know, these sirens. It sounds like they're getting closer. <laughs> I know exactly what's happening. I'm going is over that the a helicopter right here. <laughs> I still think the most likely scenario here is that you don't end up taking the test. I think you're either going to like sleep too late. Or just decide you don't want to do it. It's not worth it because you're, you're, you're too tired. I paid for it. I'm going to do it. Or you're going to go and you're just not going to be allowed to take it for some reason. That part is very reasonable. If well, you not do reasonable, take it, likely. I am worried about the death situation. Oh, that's that's no, that's my concern number one. I am worried about you making some sort of noise during the test that's going to draw the attention of the proctor. What? I can't fart. That would be an issue. I'm I, mean, I won't about, try to like be allowed with it, but sometimes they sneak out. I'm worried about you getting 30 minutes in the test and realizing that you've still got like two and a half hours to go, and you just do not want to pay any attention to it at, at all, and potentially leaving in the middle of it. <laughs> well, I do have to. I, here's a question: How long is this test going to take? Like three hours. What time does it start again? Nine. Okay, I should be okay because I got to work the Western game that night. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Damn, I'll come back and be like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I got to be here I gotta be here at 530 for Western. Texture says, I went to the Indiana State game, Cragthorpe's four and eight years as a kid, and we looked so, so bad. That was the game. I had a wedding. It was the Cragthorpe's last year. It was the first game of the, of the season. And any hope that this was going to be, like, salvaged was was gone. Like, I remember, getting, I remember like, oh, my God. Because this Indiana State team had gone, I think, 0-12 the year before. It had lost every game by an average of somewhere around 45 points. It was quite literally the worst team that had ever come to play inside Cardinal Stadium. And they were beating us 7-3, I think, at the end of the first quarter. And I've got like, – I'm at this wedding, and I remember Danny left me a voicemail where he's like, it's over. It's done. Just give me a gun. Like, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I, think we, I think we only won like 24-10 or whatever it was. Whatever it was was the least impressive win over an FCS opponent we've ever had. And you just knew, like, this, this guy's – Dead man walk. Dead crag walking. It's oh, crazy. yeah. I'm, I'm, I remember the game, yeah. Texas, that K-State game was my first football game uh, at 11 years old. I got the tickets from a summer reading thing at the library. I had middle school. Had middle school me convinced that he was the coach to succeed. Oh, but it's crack door. That was, I mean, that was 11 years old. That was a Wednesday night. It was a late game, too. It was. That was his uh, second year, too. Yeah, that was, that was late. We, it was right after, like, Mary and I had kind of, <laughs> we did think, like, so we had, how do I phrase this? I'm curious on how you're going to phrase this, too. We were kind of talking at that time. We'd, we'd hung out a few times, but we weren't full-on, like, dating. But so we went – we were like all, we all went to the game. What the term for that is now? Okay. We all went to the game, like, <laughs> as a group. And so it was this thing where, like, you know, should we sit next to each other? Are we like, like – people knew that we were, like, we, we were hanging out. There was something happening there. You hadn't had the talk. But, like, no, we hadn't been on, like, a formal date or anything yeah. or, like, done any, any, any of that stuff. And it was just – it was just kind of strange. And then, like, once, and of course, like, you know, I, if it's not my girl, like, I don't care who sees me in that element. Like, I'm very into the game. I'm very excited. I, I don't, I'm not, like, going to be talking it up here. So, but I think we did, ended up, we did sit next to each other. And there was, it was just, a, I remember that being an interesting night just for that reason alone, that Wednesday night game. This, the, the crag fall of love back in 2008. Did you celebrate afterwards? No, uh, no. 
We went our separate ways after. No, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think we went to like a bar to celebrate, and it was a Wednesday night. It was weird, and there was there'd been that it huge was, storm. Yeah, was like somebody, everybody yeah. was without power that week. It was, was it really? I don't remember the storm. Storm happened. Yeah, I, I remember the storm vividly. You no, know, that does sound it was a hurricane. Brilliant because I, remember, I, I when I got done, I actually went back to the old the radio studio and hung out there for because I think I didn't have power. I think you're right. I didn't get to write about the game because my at the time I was, I was back with my parents. It was like right after college. And like the house didn't have any power. Like, I couldn't, you know, this was before like you just could go somewhere and everyone had Wi Fi. And like, I feel like the, the, the website was just like blank for like four days. People were like, is he dead? I was like, <laughs> I said, like, get out there somewhere. I don't know. It was a, that was a strange time to be alive and be blogging. Texas Mike goes on a long rant about how he wishes the game was Friday or Saturday for attendance numbers. Trevor, 30 seconds later, do you think more people would be there if it were Friday or Saturday night? Do you think they would? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Texture says, Trevor in Kentucky, they made it 18 to match the horse betting rules. There you go. Uh, For I mean, I, I, I'm trying to remember, though, if, if sports gambling is 21 anywhere else, though. I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm sure in ba- I mean 21 in Vegas is because of, because of alcohol sales on the floor. But like, can you not bet on, like, you can't, like, bet on FanDuel on your phone if you're 18 in Vegas? I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I, I don't really know. I would think, I mean... If you were, if I was making the raw, and don't you know, people get mad at me, but I would make twenty. I would make you twenty one to beat the, the bet. Really, you're going Trevor Kelsey going for harsher rules here. I'm, yeah, I I think yeah, I think law 20, and order. I've said it before. I think voting should be twenty one. Alcohol sales are twenty one. Cigarettes are twenty one. You shouldn't be able to draft in the army till twenty one. Is this just based on like who you were at eighteen? It's because no no one at eighteen it should be. I mean, it's ninety nine percent of America's. Not mature enough to make the right decisions at 18. Barely at 21, I think. I mean, were you? I'd like to think so. Well, I'm sure you but you've made this. You've looked back and been like, I made stupid decisions, did stupid stuff because I was 18. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. I, I'm going to look back when I'm 70 and probably be like, I made stupid decisions when I was 38. I mean, when I was four, I'm going to look back at 40 and be like, I was awesome. You think so? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, we need Patrick in for the a- for the Trevor ACT score reveal. Oh, should we do like a, like a gender reveal for it? <laughs> it's a twelve. <laughs> How can we do that? The first number is <laughs> like a I, saw, one. I, I saw a cool gender reveal where they did it as a wrestling match. Like the, the, it was whoever won the blue, or the pink was the baby. That's a good idea. Yeah, and like the, the, the guy got like plates to a table. Yeah, pit and everybody's going nuts. Like I don't know. Should we do? I, I want to do like a cannon, like boom, no thing. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work though? And like the, all, all the all the the stuff would come down and it like would like you shoot up in the sky and it would like reveal like a number. What kind of budget are we working here with this reveal party? <laughs> Between the reveal party and the and the picnic where the parade we're having when I go to take the test. I was thinking more. I think of those. We're, we're, we're hitting. We're hitting some decent, decent levels. And have you ever seen the balloon? Like when people have birthday parties for a certain age, like they, they, they'll have those like giant golden balloons that say like thirty. Or like one will be yeah. three or one a zero. I don't like if you just like walk in the room and it's just like a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want my ACT reveal party to be like when Billy passed the third grade. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Trevor passed the ACT. Oh, oh, what a beautiful day. day. <laughs> oh, getting a 14. The Trevor Kelsey way. That's what I want. 
I want one. I want someone Marty Polio and on a lazy river and shirtless with, with with goggles on. We can make that happen. I want, I want, I want everybody to hang around. Texas, <laughs> I think that o, the OVC played its fall 2020 football season in the spring of 2021. Oh, that would make sense. Oh, because of the COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, see the AI now. I'm now I'm scared. Maybe the AI knows what it's talking about. Told you, man. I was watching. I watched Terminator Two last night. Those damn computers are taking over, man. It's it's over. It's almost over, man. The texture says the cards win easily, but man, forty three and a half point favorites. Cards win, but Murray on spread. I don't see Jeff throwing in the fourth quarter. Forty three is a lot of points. I think it's forty three somewhere. It's forty two and a half at Still. some other places. I know we use like DraftKings for work, and it's they got forty two and a half, which is so I use so it's a lot, but I think they can do it. You know what? I'll lay that 42, 43. Really? I'm gonna put fifty on it tonight. Okay. I think we do it. I've one of the one of the the, the e- un, unrated easier bets is is getting the I mean, yeah you'll have your occasional your Baylor that'll bite you in the butt more often than not you lay those big spreads on the on the beast on the FS the Division two teams in week one and week two they pay off. I mean look at look at last week how many teams were getting beat seventy to four. Yeah, Oregon hung 81. With yeah. on I guarantee you, if you look at all the spreads that were over 30 in week one, I mean, without it, which. Oh, I said Indiana was over 30. They were, and I'm, I'm, there are exceptions to rules. But Indiana's also not a, a Division II school or a lower level school. Just, well, not technically. <laughs> not, <yet>. <laughs> <laughs> not officially. Getting Indiana week going early. But I'd say, I'd say there was 20 games of 30 point spreads or more. I would say at least twice, 15 of them covered. You think so? I would be, I'd probably want to bet on that. Let's bet on who won spreads in week one. Let's bet on who covered their bets in week one. That would be, I mean, some are degenerates here. Yeah. Texture says, wait, did Trevor just say that Mike welched on the bet because he didn't watch the whole movie, yet he claims he wasn't welching on his bet despite not eating the whole salad? I hope he doesn't have to define the word hypocrite on the ACT. I Ooh. don't. And Texture, for, for, thank you for pointing it out, and I've said it 100 times before, and I'll say it 100 times again. Everyone's a hypocrite. You can't avoid it in life. You're going to be a hypocrite at some point in life in general. Get it's not exactly accepted. helping your case there. Hey, I'm just saying this is my one. <laughs> you're you're one time for one. being a hypocrite. I'm, a, I'm like Spider-Man. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one, Peter. Tell them, Peter. <laughs> Apparently, everybody gets one. <laughs> Didn't he get one later? No, he does say, I think he comes back again for Cleveland or something at one point. That's what it's where it is. Where he's, like, he's like, tell him, Peter. Everybody gets, Apparently, everybody, everybody gets, gets yeah. one. <laughs> So I'm looking at it right now. Michigan was a 36-point favorite. They, they did not cover. Michigan, who did they play? East Carolina. They just didn't honor Harbaugh right. They won 30-3. to uh, Oklahoma was a 36-point favorite over Arkansas State. They, they, did, they did cover. I know they covered. Uh, Ohio State was a 30-point favorite. They did not cover. Texas was a 35-point favorite. They did not cover. Um, USC was a 38-point favorite. They, they did not cover. Wait a minute. Hold on. USC was a 30. I, oh, I must have got them on a live line then. I was like, I got him at 24. Texas A&M was a 38-point favorite. Uh, what was that final? They won by a lot. I think they probably did cover. Were they one of the ones that dropped 70? They won 52 to 10. They did cover. There was a lot of, like, 50 over 50s dropped on this weekend. There was a ton of points. Yeah. Uh, Alabama was a 39.5-point favorite. They did cover. Okay. Um, so it's like... That's I mean, I'm more covers than, than not covers so far. I think, uh, right? More not covers than, than covers by, uh, by one. We didn't even get 20 schools of that spread? Yeah, that's it. Well, that's just via – that's just like the top – We include this week too, and we'll cover it, so there you count that. There you go. I like that. 
Texture says, yeah, our boy Brady. Texture says, Mike eat meatloaf if UofL is going undefeated, going into Notre Dame. Oh, God, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you like hate meatloaf more than I hate like salad? Probably. I hate meatloaf. I hate it. Like, why? Because it doesn't taste good to me. I mean, like, I, at least with my salad, like, anti-salad stance, like, I don't want to eat anything, anything similar to salad. Like, you eat, you eat, like, meatloaf is very similar. I mean, it's hamburger. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is about it. I just I do not anybody's meat. Everybody does the thing where it's like you haven't tried my meatloaf well, and I, I eat it and it just makes me want to barf. I hate it. I mean, it's the same way I feel when people are like just uh, you want just put dressing on it. I'm like, <laughs> at least meatloaf you can change a little bit. Like meat, the, the, I mean, at least salad you can change a little bit. Meatloaf, yes. the basic recipe is going to be more or less the same. I mean, it's meat. It's kind Catch of been, it's not just a not just a clever yeah. name. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you eat like, but you eat steak. I mean, I know steak and meatloaf are not anything alike. I, look, I, I get it. I don't know why yeah. it just doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't. Did something as a child? I, I started hating it when I was a kid. Uh, weird, yeah. Texas pointing out when fit, the Fisher's banking making people jumped uh, add jump the shark is the kind of obscure yet crystal clear Louisville memory I'm here for. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. Yeah. Oh, the first time I heard smile making, I was like, nope, not the bacon does, making does not sit well with me. I won't stand for this. I will now turn down the volume every time we get a Fisher's commercial in a post-game Paul Rogers show. Fisher, I mean, I still sing the song. The smile-making people. The bacon, they, they, they try to like save it, but for your time. Well, they try to save it at the end because it would be like, because they're trying to 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 make people know that they don't just make bacon. So they'd be like, they'd be like the bacon making, baloney making, smile making. I'm like, no, you, you can't do it. You want you want to really? keep bacon making around, but you're taking it out of the center of the jingle. I mean, you're gonna ruin a good jingle just they to tell people it. you made baloney. They ruined it. Like, no one cares about baloney. Nobody likes baloney. Did, did you ever eat fried baloney when you were a kid? Though I know. You never did that. I mean, I, I mean, I did it. It's gross. Oh, man, wow. I'm, Again, we've grown up. Said, in, I know you've said yeah. this many times. We, we've grown up in different lifestyles. I didn't you have enjoyed fried bologna sandwiches. I, I had eaten it. I just didn't like it. I mean, I didn't eat them as much as I did just a, a basic cheese sandwich. I, you know, a couple pieces of cheese on a bread. Yeah. I, I ate a lot of cheese sandwiches. Texas, in regards to the schedule of the Empire Classic, how is it that the first round games are on ESPN, but the championship game is on ESPNU? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm sure they very have. It's confusing, actually. <laughs> I'm sure they have some other. I mean, I don't know if, like, the. Are they doing the PK tournaments? Maybe they start that day. And I know they no take idea. precedence on ESPN, or maybe there's football on. Who knows? But it's, uh, yeah. For whatever reason, first game will be on ESPN. Second game, whether it's the third game, uh, third place game, or the championship game, it will be on ESPNU. Texas prompting a discussion on NCAA transfer policies, and TK goes with having a problem with the player's name format. I mean, it's annoying. There's no reason to put his name in parentheses, which is a shortened version of his first name. <laughs> Texas Mike, meet Trevor halfway and wear a wrestling costume during the pregame run. Like, like not just, I don't want you just wearing like your orange. No, if you're doing that, I'm Macho Man. No, I mean, I would just go like straight, like, you know, Denim Dan, you know, Canadian's Tuxedo, Orange Cassidy. I'd like that. Texas, Trevor needs a big ribbon for Mike to cut as he goes into Wagner. That would be awesome. That's <laughs> not like the Miz there. We never got to do our U of L College of Business ribbon cutting. We have yet to open the cut news the studio. The guy got in touch with Troy, and I guess Troy scared him away because he never got back to it. Well, no, for a fact, uh, Josh, who, who just had to do a couple of bats games over at the other studio, Taylorsville Road, and we haven't been there in a while. He said the studio is coming along. Well, I mean, we need the ribbon cutting guy. Well, when when it's studio's done, we'll, we'll do the ribbon cutting. Okay. I mean, do we need a guy? Can't we just go to like Party Mart and buy a big ribbon? 
No, it has to be a fist. Do they sell giant scissors at Party Mart? I was at Party Mart this weekend. I didn't see any. But when you walk into Party Mart, because I went there to get stuff for Virginia's birthday. I don't know why we're giving them all this like, free plug here. Who cares? They, yeah. they say, when you walk in there, they say, welcome to the party in the like least party tone I've ever heard in my entire life. It's one employee there. It's the saddest people of all time. And they're like, welcome to the party. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Give me my balloons and get me out of here. I think I think I did this rant once before, so I apologize if you've heard it, but. Like I am not a fan. old man to me or not. I don't know what it is. I just it annoys me when I'm greeted when I go into places. I like it. I don't when it's nice at least. Like I'm not, I, the only time I've ever been I, first time and the only time I've ever been to Mo's, I walk in like welcome, welcome to Mo's. I just turned around and left. I was like screw this. No, you didn't. <laughs> That's a made up story. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> I just don't like it. It's just like. Don't gre- I don't need you to greet me. I know I'm here. The only thing, the only one of those like things that I don't like is when you go to uh, Cane's and they're like, "Kicking, kicking, kicking. What's up? You want some chicken or whatever it is?" <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, "Yeah, can I just get like the number <laughs> number two? Like, just just let me order my damn food. Don't put me in a lock. What's chicken? Kicking? You want some chicken? I'm like, you "Yes, that's why I'm here. It's all you have is oh, chicken." You don't like the wraps? No, I don't like it. You, have you been to Burger King recently? No. If you go to Burger King now, they they say something. They're like. Like uh, so, something in very similar fashion, and it ends with like, "Cause you rule," and like every time they do it, I go, "I do rule." <laughs> and I don't know if they hear me or not, but I just I enjoy saying it. <laughs> I don't want them to do that to me. <laughs> I don't want to go to Burger King. You, so you don't you, you don't mind everybody like yelling, no, like greeting you like your norm coming in to cheers, but you don't want like a, a, a I don't want someone to rap kicking chicken. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, when I'm ordering drive through, because whatever they say, there's no like. It's, it's, it's a recorded version. No, I think it's the person saying it. Oh, I know. It's, it's it a depends, different voice every single time. And, and th- there's no like lead in that makes it like, hey, we're ready for your order, whenever. It's just, it, they just like stop. And I'm like, uh, okay, I would like, do I, do I order now? Well, what do canes. I say? You really can't. There's not like, you're ordering chicken tenders anyway. Well, I'm aware, but like the whole, the, the, the back and forth isn't the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to say, can I take your order? And there's none of that. There's no lead in. There's no you would natural. Hate, you would hate Taco Bell girl guy. I like I, I love girl guy. You know you know I wish I'd been that talk about in a while, but he or she's still working. Hopefully, if not, I would whatever fast food they go to, I will follow them. Texture says regarding nicknames, you must include the rarely used but still appropriate Max. I suck Duffy. Did you see that today? That's that's our motivational tweet for the game. No one. So Max Duffy, who apparently is a former, former UK punter, yeah. now he's on the Murray State staff. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. He took a picture this morning at their walkthrough of the stadium and just said, a career total of zero punts for me at the stadium. Let's hope that luck continues for the racers tonight. It could because you might have like six turnovers. So suck it, Max. Yeah, I mean, really. Now Max. I'm fired up. Now, now I want to beat Murray Max State by six. He's talking trash, really. Max, I mean, he's a punter. Of course it's a punter. It's Kentucky's best claim to fame is always punters. Not in those games, apparently. The best, best punter, I, I'll never forget when I was growing up, they had Jimmy Carter's punter. What? Yeah, their punter when I was a good kid was named Jimmy Carter. Oh. <laughs> My uncle be like, he has a leg like a telephone pole. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor, there is absolutely no way you care that much about high school football games, namely because you won't go to them. I don't have to not go to, to, to want them to get the respect they deserve. Those kids deserve to get a nice crowd. And when you're having you've got to get a nice crowd regardless because their parents are going to go. Maybe they don't have parents, Mike. Well, their parents and the students are going to go. How do you know? Maybe, maybe little Johnny rather go watch little dad rather go watch little play than him play. I don't think so. 
You'll know that. Texas, I don't mind one or two weeknight games a year. Plus, you can relax on Saturday and watch the other college football games. That is the best part. Like Friday, that like, I agree. Winning the game last Friday, it felt like, and I know I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but it felt like when you win the early Thursday game in the NCAA tournament, yeah. and then you just get to, you're like, the best part of it about this is I get to sit back for the next 36 hours and just watch the madness unfold and know that my team's still in it. Like our job's already done for the you know, for this round. That's the way it felt last weekend. Like we'd won. I'm watching all these other fan bases sweat out their first games and you know, all these potential upsets and close games and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, it just feels good. Same right. thing can be said for Thursday night football and NFL tonight. You can you can you can now sit back on Sunday and enjoy the rest of the NFL slate because you don't have to worry about the Lions game. Well, I mean, if they win, if well, they that's lose, always that, that's always the case. If we would lost, you we no one's going to enjoy. Saturday. That's exactly what I just said. Trey. I know. I agreed with you. Yeah. So, I, so then why are you bringing up the Lions? As the same thing. It's if they lose, no. Example. It's, it's the exact opposite. If I if they lose, I'm going to be just pissed off the whole weekend for the NFL. But Are thankfully, you? yes. Thankfully, U of L will be able to uh, to counterbalance that. Hopefully. You sure you care that much about the Lions? Yeah. Not as much as I care about U of L. Okay, for sure. Would yeah. you really ruin your Sunday if Lions lost tonight? Yeah, I'll be pissed. Okay. But if U of L wins, I care way more about that. Uh, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll keep going on the Thornton Sex line here. 502-414-1450. Get you ready for kickoff. We're about three hours away from Louisville versus Murray State. ACC Network has the television coverage. You can listen to the game on the radio uh, on 970 WGTK. Keep it locked. More Rutherford Show is next here on Looks for it. Did you know we? So this is the 14th time that we've done a blackout game since the original blackout game against West Virginia back in in 05. Still think we're one of the originals. So out of 13 games, what do you think our record is in blackout games? 13 games. There's seven wins, eight wins. Close. Six and seven. Six and seven. Six wins, seven losses. We had been four and I seven. Can't I mean, we do them now every year. So I just yeah, pretty much every year. Yeah. We've uh, we, we've won two in a row though. Okay. It's the if we win tonight. This is a specific black, not to be a to be used white out or red out, right? Right, just blackouts. Okay. If we win tonight, it'll be the first time since we started doing this that we've ever won three in a row. All right. Well, last year we blacked out Wake Forest. That went very well for us. And now this year we got Murray State, which should also go very well for us. We mentioned uh, a little bit. Uh, what was the Southern Miss game I went to was a blackout game because I was. There you go. <laughs> We mentioned a little bit ago the Will Stein putting up 81 points in his debut as the Oregon offensive coordinator in an 81 to seven win over Portland State. They covered the coach of that team, uh, Bruce Barnum, went on a local radio show on Tuesday called "The Bald Faced Truth" with John Canzano, and he was asked about you know 81-7. It was it was rough out there. What about the health of your team? And he said, "We avoided thankfully significant injury except for one player." who had a rather gruesome injury. The quote was, he said, we're fine, knock on wood, 
We had one guy get his ear ripped off. Oh. They sewed it back on. and Stay now they, style. They sewed it back on, and now they say he has a concussion. So he's out, but I think he's fine. Is the, that's, the, that's the quote. He was asked to clarify, had his ear ripped off? Like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? He said, not the whole ear, partial ear detachment. I think it was from when he got his helmet knocked off, and I think his ear didn't come out of his helmet. I like so, how he nonchalantly like slid in the concussion there, too, after it. Well, I like how he nonchalantly says he, he, his lead-in is like, we're good, basically. No bad bad injuries, except for one guy who had his ear ripped off. Well, and That should be the lead. Yeah, we did have a serious injury. A kid got his ear ripped off. Everybody else is okay, but let's focus on the kid with the half ear. I mean, <laughs> in fairness, though, I mean, when you like talk about like football injuries, it's, it's bad, it's gruesome, but it's like not something you're going to miss time for, right? Or he said he's out this week. He is, but he can't hear like a he can't hear the, the, the audible. Well, he's got half an ear hanging <laughs> off. He's a right tackle, and they got to move him to the left so he can hear now. Uh, hear the the, the the play call. If I'm the kid with half an ear, and I'm hearing him ask the question about injuries, and he starts the statement, the response with, "We're pretty good. We're mostly fine." I'm like, "What the hell? How tight is your helmet to get your ear ripped?" I'm off? not okay. I've got half an ear. And I a, should be on your mind. And right apparently, now. a concussion and a concussion. I can't even think straight. <laughs> Which one? I mean, I don't even think concussion should go ahead of half a ear. No, I don't think so. Ear being ripped <laughs> off is the, that, that's the star of the show. I guess I've seen I've, I've been I've been just privileged to so many ear getting ripped off stories in wrestling that just it just rolls off my back. Sadly, there's there's many of them. Well, there's a Not, lot of concussions in football. That's true. Not as many in well, there's a lot of those. Things. Because the most famous year story would be Tyson, right? Yeah, for sure. We've also yeah. talked about Tez Walker not being eligible to play at North Carolina. Mac Brown has now released a statement, a scathing statement, directed at the NCA. <laughs> he's, he's, you think I'm angry, man. He said, I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed in a person, a group of people, or an institution than I am with the NCA right now. Ooh, he's, he's shaking the finger. <laughs> it's clear the NCA is about process, and it couldn't care less about the young people it's supposed to be supporting. <laughs> Plain and simple, the NCA has failed Tez and his family, and I've lost all faith in its ability to lead and govern our sport. They've messed up so many things as it relates to college football, and now their failures have negatively impacted the life of one of our own. Just, First of all. Um, you're North Carolina, really. You have no, I mean, you spent 30 years taking lots of, hundreds of thousands of dollars from kids and gave them a fake education, okay? Yeah, you have the, no room to talk. Well, they did kind of go after football a little bit because that was, you know, and, and Carolina fans were like, that's fine. Do whatever you want to football. Oh, of just, course. Just yeah. leave basketball yeah. alone, which was sort of the compromise there. But the NCAA has. The women's basketball team, they got hit pretty hard, too, or something. Too. And, and they also don't care about that. The NCAA has never, has not let one athletic program slide more in the last 20 years than North Carolina. Oh, no. So let's just go ahead and just. just well, stop. yeah, I'm trying to think. I wonder who has been given more leeway than North Carolina or less. I mean, it's. Nobody. I yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a good uh, Bubba Cunningham, who is the athletic director, also put out a statement saying the NCAA had an opportunity to demonstrate that this is a new membership organization by using common sense, reason, and compassion <laughs> to determine the eligibility of Tess Walker. On eight different occasions, the organization had the opportunity to demonstrate that it can make a sound and reasonable decision in the best interest of a student-athlete based on individual circumstances. Instead, the NCAA made a maddening, frustrating, and wrong decision for Tez, for college football, and for college athletics. To clarify, like they're not wrong. Like this is a this is a, a, a terrible decision. The kids should be eligible to play. Probably. I'm just not going to cry tears for anybody related to North Carolina when it comes to their dealings with the NCAA. Never. No. No. Miami's gotten pretty pretty lax. 
Well, Wyoming gets lucky because they keep screwing up their investigations. Well, yeah, I mean, they have them dead to rights, <laughs> then it's like, well, an FBI guy was banging one of the somebody at Miami and told everybody about it, so whole investigation scrapped. We're done. But yeah, I agree. I mean, you're North Carolina. It's hard to have us. It feel anybody feel bad, especially for North Carolina. Little, I mean, even if it's a football program, I agree. It's just you no. Know. A few more texts here before we, uh, we we call this a wrap on the second hour. Is this because he didn't graduate? Is that what it is, or something? Because he, he transferred once and then graduated, so he can't transfer a second time. Is that yeah? You I mean, once skin, again, you were just not listening. I mean, I'm just no. I'm just reiterating. I'm just making sure I've, I got it right. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. I ask you a question. Well, I, I explained <laughs> the whole thing when we talked about the story. Yeah, he they changed the transfer rule on January 9th. He announced his transfer to North Carolina on January 7th. He should have been eligible by their old rules, the two-time transfer rule. He wasn't eligible by their new rules, and so they ruled him ineligible, which seems wrong. Texas says, I completely agree. I'm not going to watch a high school football game, but as an L.A. resident, I had to go watch St. John Bosco versus Matter Day in the Rose Bowl last fall. Assuming most other diehard card fans would do the same. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if you have like five former future cards playing in your backyard, especially if you're, you know, an LA person, that's totally understandable. Plus, St. John Bosco versus Matter Day was like number one versus number two. But the, but you'd have to have a kid on the team, right? No, I would go to that game oh, okay. for sure. Texas says, please tell me that Trevor uh, walking into the ACT with a bucket of chicken and a two liter is being filmed by someone. We need. A, we should have hired an entire film crew for this. Yeah, there's like dramatic videos, that highlight videos they make for, for U of L football. I was thinking more like Modern Family, but okay. <laughs> we need one of the video guys at U of L to come and just make a Trevor ACT mashup. <laughs> Have music to it. Do 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 do. We'll, we'll do like side interviews, like you know, like 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 I said, like the uh, the, uh, the in the in the in the booth, like for like a ma- like for Modern Family and Office and stuff. During your lunch break, we have like yeah. a post. First two sections uh, well, recap. You'll just randomly bring in other people in the class. Like I had no idea. I thought he was a narc. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what do you think about this clearly adult man taking the test? Next I picture the office when they interviewed the interns. Like almost everyone in this office is password is password. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, says, you and Mary recording. I don't even know if we're recording yet. I don't think we're there yet. There's that awkward where, like when you decide like is it like. I was watching the Seinfeld the other day when they were trying. George was trying to decide whether he was dating this woman or not. And he was like, "What well, do you talk to her regularly?" He's like, "Yeah." And he's like, do, 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 you, "Do you do you do you have to make a date on Saturday night or is it implied?" He's like, "Implied." He's like, "Do you have tampons in your bathroom?" He's like, "Yes." The yeah the the nomenclature is is awkward. Those first few months, like when you I, I remember like when we decide, when we finally established that we were dating, it was because. <laughs> She had another roommate that started dating somebody like like a, a month after we had started hanging out, and they they established themselves as boyfriend girlfriend. And she was like, you know, she's like Megan and Tim, <laughs> boyfriend girlfriend. It's like before we are, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, she's like, but we are, aren't we? And I was like, here we go. It was, is an awkward time. It is an awkward thing to do, right? She was like, she was like, she's like, she's like, she's like, people probably asking why we aren't boyfriend girlfriend, right? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, we are though, aren't we? And I was like. Yeah, I think we are. I think that was that was kind of it. Like, okay. I mean, I think it's when you both decide you're not seeing other people, right? I mean, is that when you just pretty much officially known you're in a relationship? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's hard to put my, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to put myself back in those like twenty three, twenty four year old shoes. I get. That's why I, I said. Know, it was, I mean, it was different time, different. Yeah, the, the, the rules are definitely very different. But are the rules even different now? I mean, who knows? I mean, I've, I think it's always the same. Just the 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 I've verbiage been 24 has changed. In a long time. Texture says you can't bet on your FanDuel or DraftKings app on your phone in Vegas. You have to set up an account in their location. Well, that would suck. 
I could. That doesn't surprise me at all. I never realized that, but I mean that. I, yeah, if I'm Vegas, I would. I would definitely ban online gambling. Why wouldn't you? I mean, that's your lifeblood is people coming into your casinos. Yeah, I mean, I get if you're little, you know, your state of Kentucky or you know, your random states that may or may not have boats, or you know, or have does have the you know the you know, Derby City and stuff like that. But yeah, you're Vegas. I mean, that's. Yeah, I, I think that's – yeah, I could see that. I know California's also doesn't have online gambling either. Indiana Larry says make your meatloaf with A1 sauce. Larry, no, there's don't nothing even, you can do. No, no. Nothing you can do. I so. mean, <laughs> you, get, you get that a lot probably too, don't you? Yeah. Texas Max Duffy makes that same joke every year. Why does he make that same joke every year? Because he he's Max Duffy. He doesn't have a lot of material to work with. He's a coach here, though. Like, we haven't played Murray State. He's a punter. I mean, come on. Do you remember the last time we played Murray State? Uh, was it not the Cragthorpe game? No, we've played them, uh, I think, three times since then. Oh God! Well, Crackdown game was what, like two thousand? Oh no, seven. Uh, no, when was the last time we played them? I don't remember. Twenty seventeen, Lamar's last year was our, our last meeting. Was it with Murray State? They scored a defensive touchdown. I believe we ended up winning like fifty six to ten. Why is it do we, we play Murray more than any of the other like lower level in state schools? Right. We we play EKU a decent amount. Like so, this guy I mean, does more. Do more have a team anymore? More is a team. Okay, well, because we have we ever played them? I think so. Okay. Their coach right now, the coach at, at Murray, used to be the head coach at EKU. He coached against us in, in both 2010 and 2013. But we have played more. We are 14 and six all time against uh, against Murray State. Okay, but one six straight. And they're the ones we put. And I know we have played EKU. I know I, I agree with EKU. I remember see, we've seen them a couple times. But I don't know. I just feel like Murray comes up more than anything, and I'm also wondering why we don't play Morehead. I feel like we have played them. I don't. I mean, I. <laughs> I believe you. I just don't remember it. We've played them. It looks like we've played them 14 times. We played them most recently in 2016. Okay. I just I blanked out on it. Yeah, I don't really I don't remember that. Either. I remember more Indiana State games than I would Moorhead. Yeah, we played Indiana State multiple times in the last. And uh, I think that's because we signed, I guess I had a contract with when we did play them like four years in a row. No, no, no. Like. no that, that sports reference is wrong, shockingly. Uh, the UofL, the official side, has us. Play, we've played Moorhead State. Eight times we're five and three against them. We have not played them since 1957. Yeah, so yeah, we haven't played them in a long time. And I know because a buddy of mine from high school played football there in the like the mid 2000s after after we graduated. So I know that they had a team. But who else is there the locally that we like? That we I mean, other than Murray and Moorhead, and we played Murray. We played I mean, Western was at one point, but now they're play obviously Western. moved up. And we did play them when they were D two on occasion. I mean, I know that there are other college football teams, but I don't think that they're FCS level teams in, in Kentucky. Besides, like nah, Georgetown's and that's true. Kentucky State's and is is like Division like three. Cumberland's as a team. Yeah, Union College. Like, yeah, but can I, we not play them? I don't. Think, I mean, we can. <laughs> we have an ear ripping off situation here. <laughs> I wonder what. We, I mean, I just want to play Cumberland. I mean, like a hundred safe. <laughs> Texture says, as a man older than Mike and younger than Trevor, I am amused and slightly concerned when you guys talk about how frequently you need to urinate. I feel like I'm listening to Joe B. and Denny's show. <laughs> I, I've always been like that, though. I've Not had a terrible me. bladder my whole life. Not me. I used to have a bladder like a king. Really? Oh, yeah. I'd go on a road trip, and we I mean, whoever I'm with would stop four times to pee, and I wouldn't stop once. That's what makes it insane for me. But it's only at night with me. Like, I don't, like, during the day, like, yeah, you, you, you every commercial break, you're running the bathroom to pee. Pretty much. I mean, I just, sometimes I just stretch my legs. Yeah, no, it's which is like, understandable. Um, but like, yeah, during the daytime, I still like do go really well. But at night, I don't know what it is. Like, I'll get up four every hour to pee. It seems like. 
I don't know why. It's weird. It does happen with age. But I've always just yeah. had a terrible, terrible – like, I was definitely the friend. Like, especially when, you know, back in my heavy drinking days, I always oh, just had to Lord, pee. Bad, it, yeah. Until I would get to the point where I was, like, so drunk that, like, your mind doesn't work, and then that's when I would stop having to, to pee so much. But, yeah, I would always I, – I found myself having to pee in weird spots all the time. There was one time I was very drunk in high school going down to the track for Derby to go to the infield. And I was literally like, the next time this bus stops, I'm just going to get off and I'll, f- I'll find my way down there. Thankfully, one of my friends saves my life by just lying to me the entire time and being like, we're almost there, we're almost there, we're almost there. Or else I would have gotten off in God knows where and just had no idea how to get to the track. <laughs> I had to pee so bad. Texture says... Uh, nothing worse than the, than the head. It's the worst. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst. <laughs> Texture, the radio cut out when you said our, what our record was in blackout games. Uh, six and seven is yep. our record in blackout games. Would you, would you have guessed that right? I said I, I said like seven and six. I, I think guess. I would have said seven and six or somewhere. Yeah. I think I would have thought that we had a winning record. I knew that we had a stretch where we like lost because we kept you know we also had a stretch where we just weren't good. Yeah, but, I, honestly, I, the, the sad thing is, is, other than the West Virginia game, I really probably couldn't name you one specific blackout game. Well, Wake Forest last year. You mentioned that. I just didn't. I didn't remember it being a blackout game. You just said it. I remember the. I didn't remember that. That's how. That's all. Like, I like even tonight. That's how. That's why the, the color outs have been annoying me. It, it, they've just been. They've gotten to the point where it's like not rememberable anymore. Well, you also just don't pay attention. So. That's true. So there's that. I remember we blacked out in the COVID year. We had a blackout game against Virginia <laughs> we Tech. Said that. And I was like, what are we doing? You know, we have we only have like ten thousand fans there. Why are we trying to black out a red stadium for a? You know, it, it's not going to look good. And we lost that game to, to VT. I remember we blacked out. Um, uh, who was it two years ago that we beat? Was it Syracuse? It was Virginia. It was, it was one of the teams that was not very good. Did we only do? I mean, what about red outs and white outs though? <laughs> We do a red out every game for the last game. Oh, is that game, what it is? Which okay. is you know Kentucky every other year for the you know the, the home game. We do the same thing in basketball, but for you know wideouts we have been kind of few and far between. I remember we did the one in the rain against Cincinnati that was it was not good like look wise, but the game was incredible. What time was the Cincinnati team that had, like, Travis Kelsey on? I think isn't that a long while back? Uh, that was it was when Devontae was here because he scored the game when he touched them. So it was, like twenty four same time. Yeah, the blackout. If you're looking for the history, so it was it was Syracuse. Two years ago, forty-one-three exactly. victory it was Wake Forest last year. That was a blowout at Syracuse game. The very first one, of course, was West Virginia in, in two thousand six. Yeah. The yes. next year, we blacked out Rutgers. The the last game where we made the comeback, Art kicks the game-winning field goal to end Cragthorpe's first season. I was at that game. I was at least I was told. We blacked out West Virginia the next year. I was at that game. This is also when I remember when Mary and I were, were kind of first started dating, and it was the worst, most pathetic blackout of all time. And they we lost by fourteen. We blacked out Pitt the next year. It was at that game as well. Uh, in Cra- that's Craigthorpe's last season. We lost thirty-five ten, and that was the moment where it was like, "This guy's done." Charlie Strong wanted nothing to do with the blackout. No blackouts during his tenure. I'm, I love it. I knew there was something about Charlie I loved. The first blackout after Charlie's tenure was the very first game under Petrino, where we beat Miami on Labor Day night in front that of fifty-five thousand plus. We blacked out Clemson the next year on a Thursday night game where we lost twenty to seventeen. I was at the Miami game. I should have remembered that one because I do now. That does, yeah. I should have remembered that. Twenty sixteen Lamar's Heisman year. We blacked out Duke. Remember that was an ugly game. Like we won twenty four fourteen, but we just did not did not play very well. Sloppy, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we lost four straight blackout games. The Clemson game in twenty seventeen with game day in town when Lamar was uh, defending his Heisman trophy. The 2018 Georgia Tech debacle, the 66-point game, was technically a blackout. Oh, good Lord. The Notre Dame game to kick off the Satterfield era was a blackout that we lost. And then the, <sighs> the previously mentioned Virginia Tech COVID year game 
was a blackout game that we've lost. So we're like, going for three straight blackout wins for the first time since we started doing this. The fact that Georgia Tech's 66-point drubbing game was a blackout game should have been like retire the blackout right there. We lost in consecutive years. We lost a blackout game 47-21 to Clemson, 66-31 to to Georgia Tech, and then 35-17 to Notre Dame. I mean, don't you think that, that, that I don't know, maybe like, We've won, we're going for three in a row tonight. That's TK. true. I know, I know. I know. We just need to schedule the, the weaker teams to make the blackout happen. <laughs> Although last year we beat a top 10 team at home in a blackout game. All right, we've got uh, we're gonna go to break. When we come back, final hour, we're going to get you ready for Louisville Murray State tonight. We're going to get hyped. We're going to get focused. We're going to be on WGTK or the other radio stations while we're simulcasting this hour. Oh, we'll be on 970. Yeah. Next. So the, the pre pre game show, it starts now. Keep it locked right here. Mike Rutherford Show slash pre pre game show coming your way here on 1450. Also on 970 WGTK, which will have your full pregame coverage if you keep it locked right here on 970. After we're off the air, we'll hand things over to the professionals, Paul Rogers and company, for the official UFL pregame show. And then, of course, they'll have the broadcast there starting at 730 on 970 on the Big X. So what do, we have to, do we have bats baseball tonight on the Big X? We're the opening act, aren't we? We are. That's, that's our pre-show. That's what pre-game but it's a, we're is. the pre-show to the pre-show. We're the, we're the pre-pre-game show. Yeah. What's cool. on 1450 tonight? Uh, you mean here on this? Are these airways? Is, is it the Bats? We have the Bats. There 605. All right. 605. Bats coverage starts as they try to. Oh, it is annoying when you tell people something and they don't remember it. Yeah. It, it is try <laughs> as we try to uh, get the Bats going against the St. Paul Saints. 635. Yeah. First pitch. Um, I can't remember who's pitching tonight, though. I Doesn't forget matter. I think, it's, I think it's a bullpen day. It doesn't matter because we're all focused here on Louisville-Murray State, the 7.30 kickoff. If you are watching on TV, it will be on the ACC Network tonight. Are you ready for the most exciting segment of the week, every week now for the fall? Facts and figures. Facts and figures. Notable tidbits for tonight's game. I want facts. I want figures. We already mentioned the, the first fact a couple times. That this is the 14th time UVL's had a blackout game. They are 6-7 and seven all-time in blackout games. But if they win tonight, it'll be the first time ever that they've won three straight blackout games. It feels good. It feels good to say that. Yes, it does. This also, this kind of, I, I did sort of a double take, and then I, I started doing the math in my head and, and realized it's true, but also, my God, I'm old. Tonight starts the 25th season at Cardinal Stadium, the new Cardinal Stadium which I guess we can't call it New Cardinal Stadium. I mean, I've got firm memories of all the like the, the, the jokes that were going around and just how excited people were for the stadium to open and you know the, the very first game getting blown out by Tim Couch and company. Oh, yeah. Danny was on TV for that game, like clapping after really? we're down with 30. I'm like, that's Danny and his dad. I'm like, why, is he, why does he look so happy? Get him off the TV. 
I, I hated Danny back then. But uh, it doesn't feel like it was that long since we opened the stadium, but 25 years. It's insane to think about, it, isn't it? It is a little bit. I mean, time flies. Yeah, I mean, it's just like <laughs> not to, to go up, you know, uh, uh, to a different subject. But go it was, for it. You know, like I think I told you the story the other day when I was doing the bats game and Jim were talking. Jim was talking about, you know, it's been now 23 years that we've been the. You know, I still sit here and go like, we need to be the Redbirds. We've been the bats longer than we were ever the Redbirds. Have we really? We we were the Redbirds for 18 years. We've been the bats now for 23. That's kind of wild. And it's yeah, I mean, it's just kind of insane to think about. It's like, man, now, like, I sit here and like, oh, we want to be the Redbirds. I got a Redbirds poster over here. Like, majority of the generation like doesn't even know the Redbirds. Yeah, for sure. Like they just know us as the Bats. You know, um, I used to have the same topic when I talk about the Rams. I'm like, I'm still calling them the LA Rams. They've been in St. Louis for 21 years, Trevor. Like, most people, there's kids that have like now gone and been born and are 21, have no idea they were LA. Now they're back to LA, but that's another story. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I know. It's a weird thing about that. Now that time is done. But yeah, so it is kind of unusual to think because, I mean, I'm still like you, me, and, you know, people a little older than us, obviously, you know, are still going to be like, oh, Cardinal Stadium, the memories, and the old Cardinal Stadium, as you'd say it now. It's like old Cardinal Stadium. We're kind of old Cardinal Stadium now. Um, 23 years. That's insane. The text line helped us out with something too during the break that I do want to mention. We, well, were, mentioned, we were talking about, no, we, we were talking about local FCS programs and local schools and why we haven't played them. Morehead State is is not a scholarship school for football anymore. They don't award scholarships. So that. It is Army, but they play. Well, okay. <laughs> Doesn't Army, Army does have scholarships. I don't think Army and Navy, I don't think they didn't do scholarships in military institutions. I thought they did. I could be wrong. I well, might anyways, be. Morehead State does not. They're a non-scholarship no. football program, which would make sense for us not playing them since 1957. Well, that's not an excuse. I mean, look at our basketball program. Stop. <laughs> it's a non-basketball zone. Game day. The new yeah, list- yeah, we stopped to play Duke, and we're barely a scholarship The new listeners on 970 are like, who the hell is this guy? Why is he so negative? <laughs> 25 seasons at LNN Stadium. We are 113-45 and 45 all time inside the building. Nice. And let's bounce back after that first one. Currently riding a five-game home winning streak, which is tied for like the eighth longest winning streak in college home winning streak in college football. I think that it's gonna get to six. That's I like crazy. Our chances. And it has evolved though. We're still the weird thing is we're still one of the newest college football stadiums in the country, aren't we? Probably not. I mean, have been really years. been built in the last twenty years though. I mean I mean more than like more than like three or four. Well, maybe, but I mean, we would take maybe more than ten. Like, you think we're still maybe in the top ten of newest college football stadiums? I have no idea. Oh, that's probably. I'm just curious. I'd say probably not, but maybe. Who knows? Uh, Thursday night's game will be uh, obviously Louisville's home opener. We are sixty-eight, thirty-three, and three all-time in home openers. Solid record. Not a bad record at all. Uh, a little bit about Murray State. The basic info here: they beat Presbyterian forty-one to ten last week. They were two and nine last season. This is their first year as a member of the Missouri Valley Conference where they were predicted to finish 11th in the preseason poll there. Not a whole lot of big expectations for Murray State this season. Again, it's not like we've played some tricky, tough FCS opponents before. I mean, I know James Madison became an FBS opponent before last season, but if they had still been in the FCS when we scheduled them, that's a, that's a different level of football than Murray State. So you know, this is a game where you should be able to find some new things about your team. You should be able to you know, hopefully get – the starters some rest in the second half after a short week and preparing for a, a pseudo road game again next week against Indiana and just get some guys some experience, get some guys some confidence. This is that type of game, but you know, knock on wood. Hopefully we take care of business. Uh, Louisville has won six straight games over Murray State. The last win for the Racers 
was also their last win over an FBS opponent. It was back in 1984 at Old Cardinal Stadium, a 26-23 win. Would you care to venture against a famous coach was Murray State's head coach in this game? What year? 1984. Oh, it'd be Frank Beamer. Frank Beamer was his last year. You know Murray State also produced Houston Nutt. I did not know that. Yeah, Frank Beamer. And he, I knew that, yeah. Frank Beamer coached and Houston Nutt, both coached and Murray. Look at that. I'm pulling the trivia, baby. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. It was his last, uh, last year at, uh, at Murray State, 1984. 26-23, Louisville's last loss to an FCS opponent of any sort was the next year when we lost to uh, Eastern Kentucky. We actually got beat pretty bad. 45-21 to Eastern Kentucky back in 1985. Since then, though, we have won 20 straight games against FCS opponents. You've only beaten an, an FCS opponent or only lost to an FCS opponent one time in Mike Rutherford's lifetime. That's the way that I'm choosing to view it, that EKU loss. Uh, Louisville, 95-51-3 all-time versus FCS schools. Not a glowing record, but whatever. I also want to throw this one at you here just because okay. uh, you know I, I can't let anything go. There have been technically 22 college football stadiums, new college football homes built since we built Papa John's. There you go. Technically, 22. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 20, though, because they're counting Lincoln Financial Field built for the Eagles and then Temple moving in there nah. as them. And that doesn't. And, and same with the Lions Stadium in, in, in Nevada. I'm not counting those. The most recent one was built in 2022, and that's San Diego State. There you go. But we're still 20. I mean, that's still 23 years. We're still in the top 20. That's still not bad. No, it's not. I still, I don't think you can say we're one of the newest. At this point. No, but I mean, it's just, I mean, there hadn't been a lot of them built. No, I mean, there are only, what, 113 teams that play F- FBS football? By far the largest. The biggest one non-NFL related since us being built is 35,000. Wow. Uh, Texture's, uh, not Texture, uh, new fact. New fact. Give me a fact. See if I can get it right. Jeff Brom, non-conference games, he's coached 34 of them. How many do you think he's won? 30. 21. Really? 21 and 13 all time in non-conference. Oh, non-conference. I, I'm thinking, like, never mind. I'm, I'm an idiot. I thought it was interesting. Like, we, last week when we were doing this section, George Tech had played like 16 Friday night games. We played like 88. We played so many Friday night games. How many, thir- <laughs> how many Thursday night games do you think we've played all time? Because <laughs> I still want to, like, know where we're ranking that. I brought that up on Friday. Gotta be, gotta be, tech, we yeah. got to be tight. We've got to be top five or 10, yeah, on that one. There's, there's no way. Um, what was that? How many Thursdays? Yes. Wait, 80, you said 80-something Fridays. I'll say 40s. This really surprised me because, I, I, I mean, I kind of think I mean, of U of L as a Thursday night program. A lot of our biggest wins, I mean, some of our most notable losses have come on Thursday nights. We've only played 24 games. Well, one year, didn't we, one year we played three straight Thursday nights open the season? I don't think that ever happened. We played back-to-back Thursday nights open the season, I think, one, night, one year? Maybe. I mean, we're playing Friday, Thursday this year. But True. Only I mean, 24 yeah. all-time Thursday night games, which is – Surprising to me that it's not more. What do you think our record is? Uh, how many total games was it again? 20, 24. 24. I'll say we, uh, we've we won 15. 12 and 12. 12 all-time in Thursday night games. I knew I should have gone with that. I was thinking that 500-ish. Have not hosted a Thursday night game since we hosted Charlotte to kick off the 2016 season. And our most recent Thursday night contest was that blowout of Duke back in 2021 on the road. We've played on every weekday, right? Because we played Sunday too, didn't we? Open a season on a Sunday. We used to play Indy- Kentucky on Sunday all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. Just- have we played a Tuesday game? Because I know we played every other day. We, we, we mentioned Kansas State on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, well, have we played a Monday that isn't a bowl game? We played a Monday on a we, bowl game. Well, we played Ole Miss on a Monday two years ago. Yeah, but I mean, that's not a. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm slipping right here. I don't know why I'm not 2013 schedule. We played Ohio. We opened the season on a Sunday against Ohio on that year. Um. 
Yeah, I guess Tuesday's the only day we haven't been played on. Eagles have played two Tuesday night games. Maybe we played a Tuesday bowl game at some point. I can see that. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to do it without the ball counting. Uh, Louisville in the month of September, 145 wins, 106 losses, and six ties all time. Yeah, that's whatever. Yeah, that's, that's whatever. Since 2019, you know, I love the stat. When winning the turnover battle, 21 and four. When losing it, three and 18. We won the turnover battle last week against Georgia Tech, two to one. They coughed it up twice. We had the one giveaway at the end of the first half. That's it. Uh, we've won 28 straight games when holding teams to 300 yards uh, or less offense. Did not do it last week. We actually got outgained by Georgia Tech in that game. Uh, I think they had like 488. We had 472 yards of offense. Since 2018, the Petrino year, 8-0 when scoring 40 to 49 points, 3-0 when scoring 50 or more. We just missed adding to the stat last week by scoring 39 points, but that would have been nice. And then finally... We have now scored at least one point in 288 consecutive games, dating back to a 31-0 loss to Florida State in 2000, the 10th longest streak in the country, and the second longest streak in the ACC behind only Virginia Tech. You know, Craig Thorpe's first year had four Thursday night games. Did it really? We, that was the one I was thinking. I knew I saw it somewhere. We opened against Cincinnati Murray on Thursday. Thursday. We played Middle Tennessee on Thursday. We played West Virginia on Thursday and Rutgers on Thursday. Oh, the last Rutgers game was a Thursday? That's what it says here. It's um, November 29th. There you go. So that's insane. And we played a Friday night game that year. What a terrible season. We played two Friday night games that season. So half of our games were on Thursday or Friday that year. Yes. (laughs) I mean, four of our games are on Thursday or Friday this year. It's a lot. That's just crazy to think about. That is nuts. Hey, we were an attraction. We had had big games, big draws on Thursday and Friday. I mean, we were, I guess, a fun team for somebody didn't have, you know, anything invested in it to watch because our offense was so good, but. Yeah. What's the old quote? College watching college football is the best as long as it's not happening to you. That was kind of that was us that season. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, Thor's text line. Get your thoughts in. We've got about uh, we got forty minutes. We'll have two segments left. If you have questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, and not really topic ideas, we're focusing now on the game. Get your thoughts in there. We will make our predictions for Lions Chiefs tonight as well at the end of the show. But oh yeah, will, it's a Louisville sports show. We're gonna keep the Lions we'll, fandom on the side. We'll tell you to bet on now that you can do it. Well, in person only though. Got to show up. Well, you can stop by there on the way to the game. Did you see Andy Bashir's first bet? No. <laughs> did, he, did he make a bet? He did a parlay. Like, again, this is, it's why it would have been perfect last week. Because you could have done like a straight wager on Louisville-Georgia Tech and Kentucky Ball State. But now you've got the weird thing where Louisville's playing um, Murray State and Kentucky's playing EKU. So if you're like, they're going to kill it, like you can't, you, you, you're crapping on another state team, so you yeah, can't do that. Yeah, for sure. You're not worried about getting votes out of UKU anyway, probably. So, well, you <laughs> can't win the governor of Kentucky without getting a bunch of Kentucky voters. So, he made a parlay, which is the over, I think, the, the over win total for both Louisville and Kentucky, and then took the under on Duke as, like, a jab at Duke. <laughs> I was like, maybe the wrong week for that, after what they did last week. Man, Duke's actually decent, dude. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. It's fine. Uh, Texture says 502-414-1450. Who's our second quarterback tonight? I mean, is it Conley? I'm very curious because Brock Doman is the first guy listed on the depth chart, but it's with an or. But I'd kind of been told that that he's the primary backup going into the season. But Conley was the guy who came into the game for the one play on uh, last Friday night. So I'm I'm really interested to see. If I had to bet, I'd still bet it's, it's Brock Doman. But we'll find out. I mean, how many different quarterbacks do you think we see tonight? Ooh, I hope three. I hope we see more than that. I hope we see five. Well, I mean, really? I mean, Ideally, you play Plummer, 
say Plummer plays the first half. The first half, maybe one series in the second half. Maybe. And then I'd love to see Doman, Bailey. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see Pierce Clarkson out there for a series at least. I mean, Do- I was thinking, yeah, Doman or Conley, whoever comes in as a backup, plays like the third quarter, maybe a little bit of the fourth, and then Pierce comes in and does like the last two possessions. But I'm, I'm, you're going to get a majority of handoff, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, let him rip, whatever. It's Murray State. I mean, hell, I mean, Shove Max our star running back, we didn't know was on the team until he came out of nowhere and, and came in the, cr- the garbage time against Duke, remember? I, for That's sure. the first time we saw Jamar Jordan. Maybe until then we didn't even know he's still on the roster. I would like to see also, I mean, I know I mentioned this before, I think this is how we got onto the topic of the, the Bishop Sycamore show. I, the, the Mario Jin kid, or Asian, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name, who was on that video, who was, who was kind of you know, one of the players who got screwed over by this whole thing. Yeah. He's a walk-on on our team. He got a ton of carries in the spring game. I'd love to see him put up some numbers in the second half. That'd be a cool uh, – that probably gets a little bit of national attention, and he would develop some attention for himself as well. Like That'd be a fun storyline to come out of this game. So I'd like to see him get some reps. I'd be Te- okay with that, yeah. Texture says, Mac Brown ain't wrong, though. No, he's not. He, he's right, but also it just – it's – It's just – it's North Carolina. Yeah. It's like – I don't know. It's like getting dining advice from me. <laughs> it's like you can't take it seriously. Texas says Trevor's like Philip Seymour Hoffman in a long cane poly. <laughs> Raindrops. That's like the <laughs> underrated role of his. Texas says the video of Trevor's entrance into the ACT must include him giving high fives with fried chicken greased hands. Oh yeah, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna I'm gonna look like uh, Ben Stiller at the end of uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> what if you like cried? Like we're all there, like you're, you're like shedding tears as you walk. No, in I, no to I get I, your fifteen I'm on the high ACT. five and everybody as I get to the door, everybody starts chanting speech, 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 speech. I grab a mic. I'll just grab a, like like little like tink, uh, like the little cheap toy mics that I like, have them. <laughs> like today, 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 today. <laughs> I'm actually envisioning like the, the whole line leading up to that door. Like you're walking, you're you're shaking hands, you're high fiving, and then like you you get to the door. And you turn around for one last look at us. A single tear rolls down your face. Like you the, wave. Like the, the, you walk in. Every 15, 16, 17-year-old in that building is so confused by what's going on. And then you just sit there awkwardly until you go take the test. The single tear is a nice touch. Like the old pollution 70s commercial with the Native American dude and the tear comes down. The camera pans in on you and you just go, I'll do my best. This is for you. Thank you. I'm going to give it my all. I kind of want to do the two fingers like the Sammy Sosa. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, this is off the top. Did anyone ever look more white and awkward when Mark McGuire tried to do that to him? It was so bad. It was just, I felt like. You could tell he planned it out. It just did not go well. I was just like, dude, just stop, please. I would rather you know you're on stair, watch you do steroids and hit home run than watch you do that anymore. Texas says the dating conversation is very similar to the I love you followed by the awkward thanks. <laughs> That's a big matzo ball. Have you ever been in that situation before? The I uh, say I love you and I get my back? Or reverse? Um, I had it said to me and I didn't want to say it back, but I kind of did just so just to, make, to, 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 to avoid the awkwardness. So I've been in, in both. So I had, and then, I, and then, and I have pulled the uh, the the um, ghost. Uh, I did a ditto on somebody before too. Oh really? Yeah, I've done the ditto. So I had it said to me, and I didn't say it back, and that was the end. <laughs> that, that, that ended things. I can I imagine it would. Would you? Would I mean? If I you mean, s- I didn't. Like I, I, I wasn't gonna lie, 
But then, well, I did because I was younger and just wanted to get laid more. So well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, again, eighteen-year-olds do not make the smartest decisions. And then with with Mary, she said it first, and I was not ready for it at all. But I, I knew that I really, really liked her. But it came talking about the conversation we had about like, are we dating or whatever? Yeah. It came so close to like that conversation. I'm like, we just went from like, I'm like <laughs> zero to a hundred extremely quickly. <laughs> So she said it, and then like started sweating there a little bit, huh? I remember I didn't say anything at first, and she was like, "I know it may sound soon to say that, but," and she like got like kind of like looked right at me, and she's like, "But I do," and I was like, "Well, it's like you've got to say it now." <laughs> yes. I was like, "It's either now or like the same things that happened a few years ago is going to happen again. This is going to be done," <laughs> and I said it back. I was like, oh. "I've never been. I've never said it first, though. I haven't either. No, I take it back. I have. Unless it count the dogs." <laughs> <laughs> I've always told my dogs I love them before they've told me. <laughs> Same here. Either with words or action. <laughs> Texture says, um, "Here's a weird situation." <laughs> Texture says, "It used to be Fisher's the bacon making people make it fun to be hungry, not PC. Evidently, it's not fun to be hungry." I remember the jingle clearly. That, that's not PC. How is that not PC? We, I mean, I mean, what happens to the to the pigs might not be PC, but it's not like we're running it in Somalia or anything. I mean, okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> It's fun to be hungry. There's, there's some. I mean, I agree. There's some things that you do that make you hungry, and that's fun. Texas, the daytime blackout games are stupid. Yeah, we've had a few of those. Oh, like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize, but you mean like on Saturday at noon? The previously mentioned 08 West Virginia game, I remember when oh, it yeah. was a noon game. Now, because people have gotten upset about why are we doing this for, Mur- for Murray State, one of the primary reasons is because you don't want to have a daytime blackout game so you have to. You typically will pick a game where you know it's under the lights, and the only yeah. ones that we know before a season starts are the the weeknight games that have the the, the, the designation already. Like, ideally, you'd love to do it for like Notre Dame if we knew that Notre Dame was going to be under the lights. But you just you don't know that it could be a noon kickoff as well, and it does look weird when you've got a blackout and it's yeah, you know, the sun shining at two in the afternoon. Yeah, you got. I agree. I'm listen. I'm, I'm you know my feelings on the the the, the color out games, but. If you're gonna make me, if you're gonna do them, yeah, don't do it, Turner. That's just dumb. It's like drinking non-alcoholic beer. It's just pointless. We've yeah, we've, there've been a few times where I'm like, are we really gonna do? It was like when we did the white out in the rain. I'm like, nobody has a white poncho. <laughs> <laughs> do they make white ponchos. I think that I think that's that's called the clan. That's <laughs> not. That wouldn't look good at all. Texas, I'm waiting for TK to ask if we can play Bellerman sprint football team sometime. Can we? <laughs> No, I mean, doesn't Bellarm, aren't they? Don't they have a team? They do sprint football. It means you have to be. Like, I think you have to be like under 175 pounds or something to play. Damn, I can't even play for Bellarm. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy's coaching there right now. Tayshawn McBroom. He coached. This guy played at Louisville, right? No, he did not play at Louisville. Played at Trinity. He played at Trinity. He okay, was, maybe that's where I know his name. He was unreal. He was unlike awesome. you, I follow high school sports. No, I follow high school sports. I just don't attend. That's Which why he's also like you. <laughs> Who's Wagner got tonight? They don't play tonight. Thursday. Uh, oh, oh, that's for God. Thursday. They did cover last week. That day week. Did is you, so screwed up right now. Did you even know that? They covered the spread last week. Did they? Well, I don't know. We I don't think we ever talked 20, about it. We said it at like 28 and a half. They lost 34-26. Who'd they play again? More. That's right. I picked them to win, though, I think. No, I think we both picked them to cover. Ah, who knows? Yeah. It's been a long time. Um, well, that's at least they covered. That's all. Well, yeah. I mean, getting within 50 is still, like, you got to crawl before you walk, right? Well, they've already won. They, they, they destroyed Iroquois two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, they did. Your course sucks. Or they One can of us suck it. Local sports. 
Texas Trevor isn't awake during the day, so of course he doesn't have to pee. <laughs> well, that's no, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I pee when I sleep. When I'm sleeping is when I have to pee the most. And it's so weird. Like the other night, I even looked at because I, I have a you know an old school alarm clock in my in my in my bedroom. Uh, and you like, don't use your phone at all for like the alarm. I do, but I just have I like to have the alarm clock up there so I can see what time it is. I'm fine with that. Um, and so like I would get like every time I'd get up, I'd look at the clock and I remember looking at it, it was like six o'clock. I was like, oh god, it's only six. And I remember getting up again and looking at the clock and it was like seven thirty. I'm like, it's uh, I just peed like ninety minutes ago. That happens to me. It's a, it's a daily occurrence. And then for it was me. again. I'm like, I got really? Like, <laughs> it's been twenty five minutes. And then I get up the third time and this is like no joke. It was like nine thirty. I'm like, I'm like I was just I remember being just like like just cussing out loud. I'm like, come on. What is so, my body doing? <laughs> the other thing with me, because I do have a terrible bladder, but the other thing with me is if I even have to pee a little bit and it's nighttime, I can't mentally get over that hurdle. Like I have to get oh, it, I get it out. I can't do it. I can't, I'm bad. I can't. It was the worst when I was in college. My first year in college, like you know, I have shared a dorm with my best friend. Our bathroom is like down the hall, so every time that I've got to pee, I've got to like put on sandals and like you know open the door and go out down the hall. Very annoying. <laughs> and so, you know, he had he had way earlier classes than I did, and he would get so pissed off. His, his bed was r- the one that was right by the door. And I'm like, I'm sorry. He's like, it's been 30 minutes. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm the guy. I that, didn't choose this life. See, I'm the guy, like, I will lay there and do like, oh, I got to pee, but I don't have to pee that bad. And I'll wait. And I I'll can't wait. do it. To I the point where it. when I'm getting up, I'm like kicking the dogs. I'm like, get out the way. I got to go. I got to get it up. <laughs> Texas, I think that Louisville football should bring back the gray fatigue jerseys that we wore against FSU. Yeah. I was, I'm on the, typically I like the alternate jerseys, like the weirder the better, I'm fine with it. I did not like those. I didn't like those gray ones. I think those are the ones that we wore in the 2014 game we really should have won, but I was not, I was not the biggest fan. That's also the game where they outlawed the Clark Chronicle bird mask, which is why we lost. Is that still a thing? No, they just did that game because it was like Halloween, like they're like no masks, and they had like, they put up the, they put out the a Arkansas graphic. Arkansas State game? No, it was, it was it was close to Halloween. They thought that people were going to dress up, no. but they put out a, like a a press release with the um, the a graphic that had the bird like our bird mask with a big X through it. Like you can't wear it. It felt very targeted. And I was very upset about it, and we lost because of that. But now it'd be like the big X on the bird mask. Yeah, Texas Clemson 2015, the 2017 loss I remember well because of the kick return for a TD. Yeah, we. I still think you know we benched Lamar because he played so poorly the week before against Houston. We started Kyle Bowen, who came in and played had played much better, and the offense did nothing against Clemson. We had we we had a hail mary at the very end that could have won. That was the year where we uh, that was the time where we lost our first three games to Clemson were all like games where we were like one play away from winning, and I still think if we start Lamar in that game we win because we were that Clemson team was was good they weren't great. Texas said I love the blood sport uh, theme music. Going on in game day. That's right. It's because me pumped. He loves blood sport. I do, uh, doesn't love blood sport. He loves fighting friends in his I, basement. I, I was thinking about this last night. Who would win a fight between Frank Dukes from blood sport or Dalton from Roadhouse? I've never seen blood sport, so Frank from Roadhouse. You've never seen blood sport? Never seen blood sport. You should watch blood sport. It's awesome. Is it on the list? It's going on the list, uh, baby. Really? Blood sport? Oh, yeah. Is that much of an appointment viewing that I've got to watch it? Well, I mean, it's a cool like action movie with... with, with you know, it's Van Damme at his, at his peak. I don't want to watch Van Damme in the it's 90s. It's got Ogre from, 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 from Revenge of the Nerds. It does nothing for it. It's me. got gratuitous sex scenes with, with shots of side boob. All right, I'm fine with that. But, uh, <laughs> Which is like, you're going to watch it, you're like, this is the 80s. <laughs> like an 80s sex scene just sticks out amongst all, uh, like no other. 
Texas says, I think we got a little blackout happy the last few years. Just weird to do it when the opponent sucks and our own team isn't very good. Well, I don't think we don't know that we're not very good. Should I knock Suicide Kings off the list, even though I don't think you technically watched Check it off. It's done. Let's see. I was going to say, watch Bloodsport or be on here. It's watched. Can you focus on the, on the show? Not right now. The text. How long does it take you to put a show on a list? Uh, how long has it been? Okay. Well, it's been like a minute. Well, that's how long because I'm done. All right. Take a break. Yeah, I went a minute. Take a break. <laughs> well, sorry for the text that just got read and completely ignored. What did it say? We'll get back to you next. 502-414-1450. When we come back, we'll make some predictions for tonight's game. Get you all excited about that. We'll also pick uh, tonight's Lions-Chiefs game. NFL, college football, it's all happening. Football is back. Yeah! Here on the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450, Kickoff at Cardinal Stadium. I'll never forget the just the excitement of the first time I heard this song when I walked into the Florida State game. It's what it's known for. Like was it 02, I think? Was it? 02. And I because I don't know how long the song had been out, because I'm never even in at 22, Trevor was not hip. But I just remember walking in that game, my tickets from uh my man Broderick Clark, and walking in and just that, that song's going and, and of course Broderick about to take the opening kickoff. I just I've never been more that's it was a beautiful thing. Uh, during the break, I just noticed they just released this. They just put this out. Now, I know you don't like the matte black helmet, but have yeah. you seen what they put on the helmet now? They just they, you mean a cardinal? They had this, the uniform reveal yesterday where they did the video, but they didn't put out any sort of still frames. No. But now they've unveiled the helmet that they're wearing. Look at that bad boy. Uh, we're, cool we're, Twitter. Where, where do I go to Twitter? Just go to the, the account? Yeah, Louisville Football. Or I just retweeted it. Maybe it'll pop up for you. Uh, which card? It's a little football bomber down there, anyway. Um, ooh, yeah, ooh, that's the Heisman Cardinal bird. Oh, on the man. side of the head. That's that's gorgeous. I just to quote quote Jason Mews, I just spilled the cup. It moved a little. That bit. was uh, yeah. That was. I you're right. I don't like the mat, but that's that's gorgeous. That's freaking awesome. That's looking, gonna look dude. good. Tonight. I'm I, excited about that. I kind of want one. I one of the mini boys. One of those on my on my on my in my dresser. That's that's yeah. Have we ever have we ever used that logo on a helmet? I've never seen it. We haven't used that logo for we've used that logo for so little over the years, and now it's at midfield. Yeah, and now it's on the helmet. I could not be more excited about the Heisman bird coming back. I mean, it's always been my hole. favorite version. It's kinda. great. It's yeah. incredible. We've got uh, it's the dunking version of the dunking bird for football. That's, you, have, you have about ten minutes left to get your thoughts in here, your questions, uh, your, your concerns, your your score predictions, your whatever. Here at 502-414-1450. We'll take text for a little bit, and then we'll, we'll preview and make our predictions for tonight's game. Reminder, uh, when we get off the air at 6 today, if you're listening on 970 WGTK, you will hear the official UofL pregame show with Jody Demling, Paul Rogers, and Craig Swaback. And then the broadcast will start at 730. If you're listening on 1450 or 961, the Big X, 
you will hear uh, Nick Curran and some Louisville Bats baseball, which is coming your way at 635. So all that coming your way tonight. It's a loaded Thursday night of sports here in the Louisville area and nationally if the NFL kicking off. Text line, 502-414-1450. This is a busy day, isn't it? It is. Very busy. Texas says, you guys had this exact same conversation about surprisingly few Thursday night games a few hours ago. Well, we weren't on the air a few hours ago. What? what? Yeah, I have no idea what that person's talking about. <laughs> is he getting mad at us for repeating stuff? I guess. I have no idea. You get mad at me, and is he mad at us? I have no idea. I mean, we, we definitely did not have the conversation about just playing 24 Thursday night games. I mean, for the record, though, for, for what it's worth and to defend ourselves, Radio 101 is to always repeat your, your your top stuff like every hour. You're supposed to. like That's what I got told when I first started doing radio. Yeah, and I, I can't do it. I can't. I'm not a big on it either. But, like, I, I was told, yeah, like, the average listener is 15 to 20 right, minutes. So, so you, you, should, you need, always need to, like. Hit on the big ideas twice an hour. Yeah. Every, I'm like, I can't say the same. I can't have the same conversation. Six times in a three. I have a hard enough time resetting an interview when I'm doing an interview to, to, to say the person's name yeah. sometimes. I still have a problem with that. Thinking you know, I didn't, neither of us really came up to the proper no. you know, broadcasting etiquette of, of schooling. So. Well, they tried to make me do it. And I was like, I can't. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get the, the sentiment behind it. You know, you get new people. It's just for people in their cars driving around. But I always think about that person who's sitting there at work or listening on podcasts, who's listening to all three hours consecutively. Yeah. And who's just like losing their minds? Like you had, you said the exact same thing. This is fake. Like I, you're trying to say it with the exact same inflection. I also can't like fake the same. If I have a genuine take and I'm like getting into it, and being passionate about it, it feels so disingenuous to say the exact same thing and try to act like I'm saying it for the first time an hour later. I just, oh, I can't. Do I can't that, do no. it. Texas says we did play a Tuesday bowl game in the Belk Bowl against NC State back in 2011. That was a bad game. It was a fun night. I had a fun, I had a fun I remember we had a, that. We had game. a party to watch that game. It was great. Not the one that was in Tampa. The Belk Bowl. No, Belk Bowl is North Carolina. In North yeah. Carolina. And we oh, got no. this is the game Teddy almost got killed. I vaguely remember. Sophomore Teddy was just getting thrown around every, or freshman Teddy was just getting thrown around everywhere. It was bad. Texas, have you guys heard about this Barstool Murray State page talking mad trash on Twitter? It's very bold. I mean it's Barstool. Don't they just say stupid stuff to get attention anyway? What is what is Barstool Murray saying? Let's get fired up here. <laughs> Barstool Murray. That sounds just like a bad drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I can find has has uh, 55 followers and no tweets. So, so how many followers? 55. Oh, I think it's 55,000%. That dude's got 55,000. He hasn't even tweeted? No. it's. Uh, I tweet all the time, hardly, and I'm barely, and I don't get that many followers. Racer Nation is not that, that, that deep. That, not that passionate. By the way, that awesome. You might want to change your name on that one. Say what? Some reason that just doesn't sound right. I don't know why it just comes off kind of like not PC. What are you talking about? Racer Nation. Racer Nation. Uh, it sounds like something like like an evil group would call themselves. Uh, now I'm seeing their tweets. This is a different account. It's got five thousand followers or so. It says, "Win or lose, I will continue to talk my bleep to Louisville. This is the most fun I've had on Twitter in a long time. Louisville fans are so dumb. This is way too easy." Congratulations. I mean, I'm assuming your own fan base doesn't follow you because they don't care that much about their own sport. To, to uh, it's just a lot of tweets about the level of crime in Louisville. No, it's yeah. a classic. That's UK the same fan. guy who's afraid to go to the games and get mugged. Probably. When they like two years ago, Kentucky fans were, like afraid to go to a night like all the, the gangs, the Beefo Brady boys, <laughs> yeah, the Beefo Brady boys. That's right, <laughs> snapping their fingers out there on Crumb Avenue. <laughs> don't you come down here around Cardinal Stadium? Picture him, picture him in sequence walking down, walking down Central, <laughs> snapping her fingers. Yeah, this account's <laughs> just doing the whole thing where it's like 
Louisville's the worst city in, in Kentucky and all this stuff. Despite the break, really? it's fun the entire state. Uh, yeah, it's, it's classic. This is classic, just middle of Kentucky. I grew up a UK fan. I don't know anything about the world outside my little city type account. It's fine. It's going to be sad tonight. Texture says, bold prediction, we get a 70-plus yard play tonight, and the crowd is 55K. I would love both those bold predictions. That would be awesome. That'd be fantastic. Texture says, put a PP cup next to your bed. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. We my dare character. Texture says, Daniel Cameron played for Louisville. Go Cards. He was a walk-on, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on the team. I, trust me, I, I, I hear about him. Is he doing commercials now about football? He has not. He hasn't name dropped that. He name dropped. I was Trump. gonna say because it'd be weird that he would, you know, a statewide race to talk about how you, you play think for he Louisville. Would. I don't know. I don't play know. for Louisville may not may not may not play that well. No, most of his ads are just how much he loves Trump, yeah. or Trump loves him. Texas, I disagree with Trevor about almost all of these movie takes, but you need to watch Bloodsport. Ooh, <laughs> you know what. Weirdly enough, that that's the one that you grieve me on, but you know what? I'll take it. Bloodsport won him over. He's like, all your other movie takes suck, but Bloodsport is the peak of cinema. <laughs> and you know Bloodsport. That was the one in the in the ant's basement. Texas Cameron did a commercial. Uh, did a commercial about playing football. Oh, he did? I, I haven't seen it then. I think mm-hmm. I've said this before. Like, I know Daniel Cameron fairly well. Like, we were in law school at the same time. Were you? We um, had a a decent amount of mutual friends. He went to my best friend's uh, wedding where I was the best man. We talked for a long time uh, the night before. His first wife, which I don't know if it's out that he was married before, uh, it, like I know his first wife fairly well and, and her family very well. Um, I think he was only married for like a hot minute. It was like three-month marriage or something, and then he's he's gotten remarried since. But, yeah, in a past life, I, I knew Daniel Cameron fairly well, and I didn't know that he played at Louisville. He had some good Petrino stories. So you did or didn't know he played at Louisville? I did know that he played a little. Oh, I was say, I, was, I thought that was kind of yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, I feel like everybody. I don't remember him at Louisville, but I. But yeah, he didn't, yeah I remember he didn't I, since he got into politics. It was yeah. How did you not know he didn't play at Louisville? Everybody who played for Petrino has some good Petrino stories. I think that that's, oh, that's that's what you figured out over the. Years. Now, do you figure out are they all are they all Bobby or Paul? Because um, I feel like I feel like I get better Paul ones. I do Bobby sometimes. A lot of Bobby. At least, well, I guess Paul would be 1.0. He wasn't there for 2.0, though. Paul is some variation of the same story about him just being an absolute animal. Yeah. Texture says, uh, did you see those helmets? I'm about to burst. Yeah. yeah. The helmets are. Even grumpy old Trevor likes that helmet. Texture says, theoretically, I'm not going to go down the what if we lost path. We don't don't need to do that at 547. We don't need need to make that happen. First of all, it's not going to happen. It would be bad. What do you want me to say? Yeah, it would ruin. That would definitely ruin my weekend. It'd be a sad show tomorrow. We would not have the ACT show. We would have a gigantic black cloud hanging. Trevor's over. not doing the show tomorrow. If we lose to Murray State, he's just going to prep for the ACT. I'm just going to stay. Yeah, I'm going to come in here and do. The, I'm just going to re- do ACT prep while I do the IU game at night. It'd be. It'd We're be canceling good. the show tomorrow if we lose to Murray. Are there any? I think. Are we the only college football game on tonight? Because I know there's not like a big. They're not doing like the typical spotlight game because this is the NFL's night with kicking off. I think. Yeah, we, meanwhile, we're like, hey, we'll do a game. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't think I don't know if we had control over that, but I don't think that there's another college game period tonight. I think I think we may be. Uh, it. Let's see here. We are it, legitimately. Yeah. So if you want to watch, like, college there's not football, like any other like small school game or nothing. Yeah, we're it. If you want to watch college football, we're the only show in town. If you we're just the, hate the Lions, Chiefs, <laughs> we're the only morons willing to go head to head with the NFL. It's kind of how it feels. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, it does. I mean, seriously. 
I do know like my guy. The only reason I thought that is because my guy Roger Sherman, who used to work at the Ringer, I worked with him in Destination. He's doing like a tour of college football this entire. He's going like basically as many college football games as he can go to, and he was at the the Duke game Monday night, Clemson. He was he was like there. He was filming the the the, the field storm. He's a very funny guy, very fu- a great writer, and he was like, I'm coming to uh, to Louisville Murray State. And I was kind of like, well, okay, why? And <laughs> I was like, we nice. must be the only game that that's going on, and sure enough, we are the only game that's happening. So, all eyes on us for the second week in a row. I won't be the only Kelsey watching. Travis Kelsey's officially out for tonight's game, so he'll be watching us play as well. Okay, all right. I mean, I, you never want to see anybody injured, but no, but. And then tomorrow we got Indiana State, uh, Indiana, and then also that, Illinois, Kansas. And that'll so come on. And the Indiana game is right after us tomorrow at six. So we'll go right into the pregame with uh, Don Fisher at that at six, with their kickoff at seven. Let's talk. You know, we'll end the show with our thoughts and, and bold predictions about tonight game, tonight's game against Murray State. But we'd be remiss if we didn't at least acknowledge the fact that the NFL does kick off tonight. Lions, Chiefs. I'm oh still surprised by the line, which is like. What four and a half, four, depending on where you're looking. It's in Kansas City, right? It is in Kansas City. It's, I mean, I know the Lions were much better last year, but my God, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. The Chiefs are still the, the reigning Super Bowl champions. Sorry, Trev. It seems like that's a. I'm, I don't, don't know. It's called Fisher Shepherd. It seems like that's a dummy line to me. The public, I guess, has some faith in Detroit's ability this year. Well, uh, now or tonight, at least. was this line dropped down with with pre the post Kelsey news five and a half. Before the Kelsey news, and now it's four and a half or four, depending on where you're looking. Uh, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, five and a half seems. I would think sounds about right. I mean, that, like you said, Detroit was improved, so you don't want to go. I mean, a, a, a big spread in football. I mean, NFL seven, eight points is big. I mean, if you're double digits, then you're clearly being seen as a scrub. So, I mean, five and a half, four. I, I, I think it's. I don't think it's that bad. Bad. I mean, as someone who follows NFL lines, I think it seems about right. That said, I'm don't get mad at me. I'm gonna lay the money on. The I'm Chiefs. right there with you. I mean, I think like, I think they win this game by 13, maybe. I do think it feels like I'm down to the Lions because I picked the Vikings to win the division yesterday when we did our preview stuff, and I'm picking them now to to lose and to not cover the spread tonight. I think they're going to have a fine season. Like I think they're 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 probably going to be. I think they can make the playoffs. Yeah, I, but I, City's top push three for the team. North, but it's the Chiefs at the Chiefs as they're like announcing they're defending the Super Bowl, and also like. The Chiefs have been really good in September. I feel like they start really well. They end really well. There's a period in the middle where they just kind of go through a, a little bit of a lull where they look human. But tonight is is one of those just, I don't know. Like, I think the Lions will score. I think they'll make it an entertaining game. Yeah. But I don't think that they're going to to win or it's going to be like a field goal game. I mean, I I, I can – I mean, do, do you want me to give you like a final prediction? Sure, at the sure. Moment? I mean, uh, I'll, I'll go with a final prediction. I'm going to say uh, Kansas City wins 27-14. I think it's going to be a super high scoring. I think the Lions' defense will be better this year, but it will look bad tonight. See, I feel like you see more sloppiness in the first game, though, than, than you do get high scoring. I don't know. Maybe. I yeah. might be wrong. I, I don't know. I'm going to say it's like 41-34. I think it's going to be okay, an wow. entertaining game. I think there'll be a back. I think the, maybe it's sloppy early on. In the second half, they start exchanging blows. Lions get loose a little bit. Goff plays well. But at, at the end of the day, the Chiefs are always kind of in control, and they wind up winning by a touchdown. I would love I – mean, you want to talk about? I, I've been I've led such a tortured life when it comes to my professional sports fandom, and recently my college sports fandom. You want to talk about things turning around a little bit? You know, Louisville football starting off with Jeff Brom being back and getting off to a good start here. Lions looking like a legit playoff contender for the, one of the first times in my life. Uh, Reds are still 
they're, they're a half game out of the playoffs right now with just less than a month to go. The Avalanche are the, I think, the preseason f- betting favorites to win the Stanley Cup this year. It's all, I mean, it's all coming up Mike right now. If we can just get men's basketball to, to overachieve a little bit. I can't, I'll be perfect, man. We can get right back. Maybe we'll be great at men's basketball. Maybe this is all portending great things for the future. And I'll, I'll start going uphill when you met me. Not really. <laughs> Since you met me, you've got John. I That's mean, that is true. I do. I mean, have, I, granted, we were conce- already pregnant. He was conceived beforehand, but we don't count that. Yeah, he was born <laughs> two months after we started doing the show. You got, you got John. You got Brom. We got Brom. We did get. You, Brom. Got, you got, you got Dan Campbell. We do have Dan Campbell. You got. I mean, yeah. You, Ellie De La Cruz. You got De La Cruz. You got McLean, uh, McLean or McLean, or his name is. He's hurt now. That's all right. Probably out for the year. It's all right. He'll be back. Such a. I mean. It's such, just a, a buzzkill. What's not a buzzkill is going gonna, is gonna to be what's happening tonight at uh, Ellen Stadium. 25th season at, at the new, not, not so new, Cardinal Stadium. <laughs> kicks off tonight. The Jeff Brom era kicks off tonight. 7.30, ACC Network. Give me a bold prediction. Something happens tonight. You're calling your shot. And we're going to come in here tomorrow and be like, damn, Trevor called it. Um, Louisville gets a special teams touchdown. I like that. I like that. I'm, my bold prediction is we get touchdowns each of our first three possessions. Okay. Last game, you know, we were moving the ball well. We got a nice turnover at the very first uh, at the beginning of the game, and then red zone <laughs> was not good. Had to kick field goals. Felt like we should have been up by more. I think tonight we finish in the red zone. It's going to be a, a game where we should have a ton of chunk plays, but red zone. We're going to finish these things out with six tonight. It's going to be a good start. We're going to be up 21 nothing, 21-3 very early on. I think also, follow-up bold prediction, Murray State doesn't score a touchdown. They score, they kick three field goals. No touchdowns. Yeah, it's too bold for me. Give me a star of the game. Who's the, who's the guy we're talking about tomorrow as the guy who made the biggest impact on tonight's game? Um, multiple sacks for Destel. Ooh, okay. I like that. I'm actually going to go with your boy, Kevin Coleman. Okay. I think this is a game where Coleman finds the end zone. I moved into my starting lineup on my fantasy team this week. That's. I think you're going to be well rewarded with that tonight. I think his explosiveness is going to be on full display. I think this is a game where you see Plummer look his way a little bit more on some simple routes where he's open, where he kind of missed him last game. Coleman finds the end zone multiple times. One of those is going to be where he takes a little swing pass or a little crossing route, something over the middle, what should be a maybe five-yard gain and turns it into like a 70 70- Yard touchdown. I think that's gonna. I think he's gonna have a huge play tonight, and we're all gonna be like, "Damn, this guy like gets it. going." Before we make our score predictions, uh, real quickly, I didn't want to do this earlier in the, in the show because I didn't want the the text line just to be filled up with with just people predicting scores. the The person who comes the closest to correctly predicting the score for tonight's game, we're gonna hook you up with a loose city uh, t shirt and a loose city scarf. How about that? We got no games to give tickets away. That include me? No, not you. Racing Louisville is, is on the road on Saturday, playing for the NWSL Challenge Cup. Lucidity is also on the road. We'll have tickets for next week's games, the Friday game for racing and the Saturday game for Lucidity. But for this week, closest person to come exactly right on the, the, the score, both the total and the, 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 the number that Louisville scores, you're going to get hooked up with a shirt and a scarf for Lucidity. We're going to make that happen. All right. Moment of truth, Trevor Kelsey tonight. Louisville-Murray State. Let's hope that we... No tense moments. We, we set the tone early on. What does the score for this one wind up being? I'm going to be crazy. 65 to 13. Ooh, I, 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 I like the 65. That is kind of crazy. 
I think Louisville gets off to a, a huge early start. Like I said, three touchdowns on the first three possessions. It's never in doubt. We kind of ease off the brakes, ease off the gas a little bit in the second half. Maybe the backups don't play quite as well, but it's never a question. 49-9, to Louisville wins this thing. They don't cover the spread, but they look good, and we're all excited and on to next week and ready for, getting ready for Indiana. Let's make it happen. All right, that's it for us tonight. Enjoy the game. You've got about an hour and a half to kick off. Hopefully you're out at Cardinal Stadium if you're making your way out there. If you are, reminder, wear black. Blackout night. Go Cards. Beat Murray State. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow, hopefully to celebrate at 3 o'clock. Go Cards. We ready. We ready. We ready. Come on. We ready.